Hey everybody, tonight we're debating Flat Earth versus Globe Earth, and we are starting right now with Flat Earth Tess. Thanks so much for being with us. The floor is all yours for your opening statement, Flat Earth Tess. All right. Um, uh, Conspiracy Catch just had a debate with Flatsoid, and he spoke uh, 10 minutes about honesty. So I wanted to stress the honesty. So um, they say we don't bring evidence. Um, man, that's playing uh, super high speed, man. Can I uh, pause that for a second? That was that was about one fourth of my uh, show. Is uh, is it playing at regular speed? Sorry about this, y'all. It should be about six minutes and 30 seconds long. Okay. So anyway, I want to bring some evidence um, because I hear a lot when we debate that we, yeah, it's just blasting through. But anyway, I could never keep up with that. Why is it doing that, man? Hey, check your, uh, your discord. Austin. I've sent it through there. I don't know why it's playing like in fast motion. It's got uh, six minutes. It's got six minutes on there, bro. Okay. Okay. My fault. My fault. Okay. Anyway, so I want to make sure we bring evidence. So I just don't want to hear that, uh, that we didn't present any evidence. So there's a laser and that's obviously a direct hit. You see when it's not a direct hit, that's 16 miles away. So you're talking about a hundred foot of, of a curve that's supposed to be blocking that laser. So we're going to, here's a mirror test. So you have, uh, all kinds of long range lasers, uh, mirror flashes, which should not be seen. If we're on a globe, there's a geometric horizon supposed to be blocking it. So we see uh, we see compression here. This is 16.8 miles away, and um, and you see the horizon behind it. And there's another boat even beyond that. And you, so you do have days with maybe some obstruction. Being honest, but um, you know um, you have Lorenz, the Lorenz system, Nicobine. We're talking signals from thousands of miles away using VHF, which is a uh, which is not the kind that curves around balls. Look at this. This is seven inches above the water. Okay. It takes a nice clear day and nice calm conditions to get these effects, but they are out there and we are recording them. So people are, are uh, going through a lot of efforts to show the truth to people, to show the truth. Um, used to, we'd argue that, you know, against them, that the, that the horizon was geometric, earth curve, the edge, and that's what was hiding boats. But that's not, you know, they've updated their argument lately because they know that it's refracted. We've showed them that the horizon moves up and down. We preached it for a couple of years. Finally, we showed them the black swan and uh, proved beyond reasonable doubt. Okay, this here is um, the weathermen. This is how they explained us seeing Michigan, the, the skyline of Chicago from Lake Michigan, across Lake Michigan. And they say the atmosphere acts like a lens. So, you, you know, they always ask us, how could a sunset on a, on a flat earth? Well, just with a little lens and uh, on a flat surface, just backing it away. And another thing you'll notice that it's that the sun is setting. It's also not shrinking in size. So y'all please don't ask that question. There's a perfectly reasonable demonstration with the experts backing us up. So it's there's lensing. And here's what happens when you zoom out. When you zoom out, then you get obstruction. You get obstruction, and with the lensing comes uh, 
comes magnification. So the, the angular size of the sun, you know, it wouldn't play much of a, of a part and it sets just fine. So this is the laser and sugar water. This is how they said the atmosphere worked. They say the, the light refracts downward to the denser medium. So yeah, I, I don't argue that. Whatever's happening, look, look what happens when he lowers the camera. You see that obstruction? So their only demonstration of how refraction works literally shows a, how you know shows how it would work on a flat earth. This is you see that compression. It's not things disappearing, it's literally compression. There's the local oil rig and, and look at the ones in the distance. It's compression and it took years of photo. We would have never knew the one up top, we would have thought half the boat was missing if the stent line wasn't written on the side of it. Thanks, Ranty. But uh it's it's literally compression. And uh look, so the horizon is beyond this boat. Earth curve is not blocking this boat. But uh with the shoaling and the conditions, you know, you people might I see where people came to that conclusion. So for the sake of being honest, you know, but um so there's more examples of compression. Look toward the bottom floors. So next one is uh, squeeze in the star trails. It sounds like, look, at Stellarium shows separation. I've talked about this with Mr. Sensible. There is literal separation. And in, in, uh, we asked from one position, how can the stars simultaneously go in three directions? If I'm spinning and the stars are stationary, why are they deviating away from each other on the horizon? That doesn't make sense. That can't possibly happen on a ball. It can't. And so I heard excuses about uh, fisheye lens. So this is straight from the Astronomical Society. If, if you want to go back and read that or if you have time, that the star trails do indeed take three separate paths. And if you want to use an equatorial mount to use that as proof against a flat Earth, look, this is what you get. If you're at the equator looking at stars to the north, you get a, a frown. I mean, you get a smiley face. You look to the south, you get a frown. And if you look straight overhead, you get a straight line. This is the eclipse. This is a selenium eclipse. I personally recorded this uh, last week. There's the, the moon well above the horizon, fully eclipsed. And look, that even that side of the sky is daylit by that time. But uh, there's the moon fully eclipsed. They say it's the earth causing the shadow. But look, I go to see, uh, the, and look what I see east, the sun. It's already made it over the horizon and over the cloud deck. And here's the trick. So if the sun is only half a degree above the horizon, it's 800,000 miles above your feet. And that can't work. You see that sun above the horizon? That can't be cast a shadow up on the clouds and down on the ground simultaneously if the rays are coming in parallel. And now look at these shadows. They're divergent. Look at the sun shining on the bottom of that cloud. That's impossible if the rays are coming in parallel. They want to use... So sunrise at equinox. So it would work perfect on a cylinder. Would work perfect. The sun would be, it'd be following the latitude lines. But as soon as you change orientation from the equator, the lines converge toward the equator. Anywhere, go to Google Earth and draw due east and you will wind up at the equator. So we're in fact not looking parallel. And that's only 6,000 miles. So that's not enough to bend you over backwards. And if we're, I don't have much time, but celestial navigation, look, if I'm, Right by Cancer, look, um, going to Sudan, I start off north, just traveling to Sudan right by the equator. But if uh, the same meridian south, I still have to go north. Why would I have to go north from South America to get to Sudan and north from North America to get to Sudan? That's just a head scratcher. So to me, it's all retrofitted to work with reality. But uh, I'm going to pass it over to Austin. Thanks, man. Sorry about the beginning. No worries.
All right, I'm going to share this screen here. All right. All right, cool. So uh, I got here heliocentrism has never been proven. It's a religion. Uh, that's what it's called when things aren't proven, but blindly believed based on the doctrine of men and then the pill to what other people think. Um, here is a depiction of a magnetic field. You have what's called a block domain wall in the middle of a magnetic field. It's also called an inertial plane. Uh, this cannot work on a globe, hence why Harvard, Stanford, and yeah, will tell you that still in 2022, they literally don't have a working dynamo model of a magnetic field on the globe. Um, but of course, it works perfectly on a flat Earth. It's We are on the dielectric plane through the middle. Here's a picture of it using magnetic film over the magnetic field. You see the inertial plane or block domain wall right there. Here's a feral cell image of it. Uh, there is literally no explanation, nor has everyone even been proposed with the millions of dollars and all the universities that people love to appeal to constantly, which is, of course, fallacious. They do not have an explanation. I can offer all kinds of documentation uh, addressing the over a century of failures attempting to explain this on a globe, but it works perfectly on a flat earth, of course. Here's, again, a ferro cell image of magnetic fields. If you look at the top left, you will see this flower of life depiction. You have constructive and destructive lines of interference. Um, and then again, you have the inertial plane depicted right there. I do find it funny that this is similar to the black hole picture we get of space. Of course, everything must be electromagnetic, but anyway, I digress. So if you look at the, the picture of the ferro cell and you look at the magnetic flux over top of a flat projection, it matches perfectly. This is of no coincidence. Uh, again, it can't even be explained on a globe. So here's a video. I'm going to kind of go through it some. This is a ferro cell image. And you see you have those lines of interference right there. And this is like a perfect flower of life depiction. Um, so people are like, oh, where's your flat earth? And they picture a disc in space. Dude, this is this is the flat earth model. You want a flat earth model? You live inside that right there. And that's the only way that the magnetic field could possibly exist. And you can chuckle and you can laugh, but you, pr I promise you can't actually debate it. You can't actually even offer a working magnetic model for the globe. Uh, I've actually looked at all the top levels of academic sources. They don't know the answer. So uh, here's another depiction of that. So just keep that in mind. Um, as we move forward. And also here is a motion uh, depiction, a visualization of the toroid and the movement within it. So here's another depiction. So just so you can visualize the patterns that happen within a toroid of a magnetic field. And what do you know? What a coincidence that from a geocentric position, all the planets happen to move in this exact same model. Here's Mercury and Venus and Saturn and Uranus all fitting perfectly within that exact same pattern in the magnetic field. It's probably just a coincidence that all the planets over their uh, cycles happen to fit perfectly within the geometric expression of a magnetic field examined in a, a ferro cell. The heliocentric model has no explanation for this other than it's a coincidence or it doesn't match. <laughs> so we'll see if maybe we actually get an explanation here. Uh, to close it up, I'll point out this this uh, hilarious part of the globe debacle. The this guy oh did we move the, this guy invented special relativity to counter experiments that revealed the Earth was motionless in space. Uh, That's special relativity in response to Michelson Morley. This eventually led him to general relativity, which ironically forced him to accept a motionless Earth in the center of the universe as a viable cosmological system. That's pretty awkward, and this is objective. It'll be disputed, but we'll get into it. Here's a quote from Einstein. I have come to believe that the motion of the Earth cannot be detected by any optical experiment. And they will love to say that this is cherry-picked and out of context, and actually at the end he says, although the uh, Earth moves around the sun. Well, we're not invoking this to say that Einstein thought the Earth didn't move around the sun. We're pointing out he said you can't use optical experiments in the context of interferometry. So when you bring up uh, ring laser gyros, you're disagreeing with relativity and Einstein. Most people just hand wave dismiss this with the misrepresentation of the argument. Here's another quote of Einstein. To the question whether or not the motion of the Earth in space can be made perceptible in terrestrial experiments. Of course, the word terrestrial means on the Earth, of the Earth, anything to do with the Earth in relation to the Earth, meaning you can't do an experiment on the Earth. 
Uh, we have already marked that all attempts of this nature led to a negative result. Before the theory of relativity was put forward, it was difficult to become reconciled to this negative result. That's Albert Einstein. And then here is your uh, famous physicist, Stephen Hawking. So which is real, the Ptolemaic or Copernican system, Ptolemy being the geocentric stationary Earth, Copernicus, of course, being the idea that we're insignificant space moving around the sun. Although it's not uncommon for people to say that Copernicus proved Ptolemy wrong, that is not true. One can use either picture as a model of the universe for our observations of the heavens can be explained by assuming either the Earth or the sun to be at rest. And here is him in 2007, citing that same exact quote from Albert Einstein and a stubbornly persistent illusion explaining you cannot prove the Earth is moving around the sun from the Earth. And that's what the stubbornly persistent illusion is, is that the universe tricks us to make us think that the Earth is always stationary no matter what we do to detect it. This is the Michelson-Morley that, that led into this whole debacle and the change in physics. They did not get the expected friendship or difference if the laser was moving against the Earth and it had to catch up to the Earth and it should have been a separate difference when it received to the de uh, detector, but that's not what we observed. So they said time physically slowed down and the measuring apparatus physically shrinks so it looked like it was the same time and distance even though it was actually a greater distance and a greater time and this is still to this day the exact uh, model that people defend and here's Mickelson to go ahead and get ahead of this to wrap this up this is Mickelson himself talking about the observation saying this conclusion directly contradicted the explanation which presupposed that the earth moves so to basically believe the globe and that's spinning and revolving around the sun you have to say everything's an illusion the universe is a wizard waving its wand constantly deceiving you into believing that the earth is actually stationary and we'll get into the uh, intricacies of this but of course to believe the current model you have to believe that you could never prove the earth is actually moving around the sun and it just always looks like it's stationary so there's that bravo magnifico you got it thank you very much for that opening and we are going to switch it over to our globe earth team but first want to let you know folks if you have been living in a cave on mars with your fingers in your ears and you didn't know modern day debates second Debate conference is this Saturday, November 19th in Plano, Texas. You don't want to miss it. If you're in Texas, I have linked the tickets for this conference at the top of the chat, and it's in the description box. Highly encourage you folks. It's going to be a blast. We've got monstrous debates going down there. For example, as you can see on the bottom right of your screen, this one's going to be a juicy one to be sure. In particular, for the first time ever, Aaron Raw and Daniel Hokikachu collide. The unstoppable force versus the immovable object. You don't want to miss it. With that, we're going to jump into the globe position side. Thank you very much. Conspiracy culture and Mr. Sensible, we're thrilled to have you here. I'll kick it over to you, Mr. Sensible, for your opening statement. Thank you. Let me just uh, try sharing my screen first. Hopefully, you can see an image. Yep. Um, let me just move on to this other window out of the way. Um, right. Thank. Uh, would like to say thanks, MDD, for hosting. Thank you, Austin, for debating. Big thanks to Brian for stepping in last minute. Massive thanks to cats for being excellent as always as you will see and big big props to nasa for all the funds thank you um now it's quite interesting that that uh, straight away uh in, in his opening uh austin had his quote from um oh einstein um because the full quote is while I was thinking of this problem in my student years, I came to know the strange result of Michelson's experiment. Soon I came to the conclusion that our idea about the motion of the Earth with respect to the ether is incorrect. If we admit Michelson's null result as a fact, this was the first path which led me to the special theory of relativity. 
Since then, I have come to believe that the motion of the Earth cannot be detected by any optical experiment, though the Earth is revolving around the sun. I'm pleased that Austin tacked that bit on the end, because usually that's not added. But he's talking about the sun, uh, sorry, the Earth moving uh, through the ether. But going back to my pre-prepped um, uh, intro, this is an image of the sun. Wonderful, isn't it? Well, you might not think so, until you find out that that image of the sun was built up, taken from around a kilometre underground using neutrinos. This is the Super Kamiokande neutron detector. Um, it is uh, uh, it contains around 50,000 tonnes of ultra-pure water with 11,000 light detectors detecting uh, the, the little flashes of light as neutrinos uh, collide with atoms of water. Neutrinos pass through virtually everything. The 60 billion will go through an area the size of your fingernail every single second. They're really hard to detect, uh, which is why there's so much water, so many detectors, because of the chance of a collision of one in 10 million trillion. So that explains why it's so big. There are three flavours of neutrinos, electron, muon and tau, and they can flip between the flavours. Now, this happens more as electrons pass through material. Now, as I said, this detector is around a kilometre underground, but you get more uh, flipping when the neutrons pass all the way through the Earth. So there's Austin in his neutron detector, uh, rather disappointed that the direction the neutrons are coming from, uh, sorry, neutrinos are coming from, the sun is coming from below his feet. That cannot happen on a flat Earth. Next thing I'd like to look at is tow tanks. This is the Boulderwood uh, tow tank in Southampton. Tow tanks are long tanks of water that are used for testing models of, of boats and ships to see how they behave in various conditions in the water. They can generate waves of different patterns, so they can test the effects on the different uh, hull shapes. If I just skip it on a bit. So here's one being tested. Now that gantry moving along with, with the model must be kept absolutely level above the surface of the water. Otherwise, it's pushing the boat down or lifting it out, thus nullifying the test. It's got to be kept within naught. 0.1 millimetres level of the surface. Now, that gantry moves along around 10 metres, uh, uh, is it 10 metres per, per second, I think, along these rails. Now, these rails uh, in this tank, which is 138 metres long and about six metres wide, these rails are held in place with these little red sole plates. There's 440 of them. In fact, if I just let it zoom into them, each one had to be adjusted to make sure the rail is absolutely level above the surface of the water. These are microscope to detect a, 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 a detect how a pin just breaks the surface tension of the water. One guy had to adjust all of these so that there was no difference in people's eyesight. It took him uh, two weeks. Now, the length of that tank, 130 metres, level above the surface of the water, actually has a curve. The bend, the hump, is 0.6 millimetres, over 138 metres, because the rails are following the surface of the water. The water is following the gravitational equipotential of the Earth. Water, being level, is not flat. And the next thing I'd like to move on it onto is this thing. Uh, this was uh, a package that someone sent up uh, under a weather balloon with three... Uh, cameras in. Uh, you can see at the top of it, at the bottom of the screen, has a circular hole. There was an upward facing camera pointing at the balloon. In the back, the narrow end to the right, there was a camera, a wide angle camera that was just there for the view. 
and nothing else. And to the left, under that little white plastic thing, was a forward-facing, non-distorting, rectilinear lens camera. And to the extreme left, you can see the framework holds two taut strings. They're, they're, they're held taut by springs to be used as um, uh, reference lines. Now, I've just got, just bear with me one second. I have the actual points to jump to in the video. I do apologise. Right, so one minute in. Where are we? Oh, it's not showing me the timestamps, is it? Yes, it is. One minute in. Uh, this is Mage as it was flying. You can see that the reference line strings held taut at, at all times. Top left, you've got an upward-facing balloon camera. That is a wide angle. It's only there to show the balloon. And next to it, you've got the wide-angle camera. It's just for the view. The main view with the strings is non-distorting. And if I jump to 2 minutes 26... Sorry about that. You can see the balloon grows in size as uh, the weather balloon goes up due to the lower uh, pressure around it. And around here, we can just see the last few seconds when it's reaching its maximum altitude. Uh, I've jumped it forward a tiny bit. And the balloon burst, just count down there, five, four, three, two, one. And you'll see the balloon burst. It shreds at the speed of sound as the hydrogen within the balloon uh, uh, disperses uh, as the latex balloon can no longer maintain the pressure differential between the gas inside and outside the balloon. Absolutely beautiful. The important thing about this is this was a shot that was taken at almost maximum altitude. The reason this shot was taken, sorry, I didn't pause it there. The reason this shot was taken is because uh, the horizon is across the middle of the screen, where even with a rectilinear lens, there is some distortion towards the edges. Um, but by being across the centre of the screen, it rules out that distortion. If you compress it left to right, you can see that curve against that straight line. And in fact, what I've got here, there's that same full picture again. Uh, uh, an engineer in um, Chile, uh, Andre Palma, uh, actually calculated a prediction of the curve. We should see it, the predicted target height of 39 kilometres. This is only 35, but we overlaid the prediction on it, and it's a pretty damn good match. The curve you see is virtually the predicted curve. And I'd like to finish with a quote. Only two things in, are, are infinite in this universe, the, the universe itself and human stupidity, and I'm not so sure about the former. You'll like that quote, Austin. It was from Albert Einstein. And at that point, I shall hand over to Conspiracy Cats and stop sharing. Thank you. Oof, right. Can I share my screen, uh, James? Is that okay? <clears throat> All right, go on. Let's do that. So, uh, and how do I do the slideshow on this? Oh, what am I doing? Okay. So basically, like, this is going to be a debate like you've never seen before on Modern Day Debates because... For those people who didn't know, I am genuinely a time traveller. I know Witsit like, likes the, that kind of like funky sci-fi stuff. Genuinely, I'm a time traveller, and I've seen this debate already. So what I've done is I've decided to come back in time for my opening statement, just tell you how good it was, you know, and then it's up to you whether you watch it or not. But this is what happens, okay? So in this debate, basically, Witsit is going to speak really, really fast. He's going to say a lot of stuff. But then when he's asked to explain stuff in like a really coherent way and, and in detail, he's going to get really angry. And then is he going to refuse to do that? Um, for example, there's a bit in this debate where we discuss Coulomb's law. You're going to really like that bit. Um, Witsit doesn't like that bit at all. He gets a bit angry that I bring that up. 
um, and it gets a bit tense during that bit. James steps in, but it's it's all good. It's all good after that. Uh, Brian, on the other hand, Brian's going to be really nice. He's going to be really friendly, but he's not really going to bring any evidence for flat Earth. Now we've already seen this first bit, other than the odd picture that he he thinks shows we can see too far. He's put that in his in his opening statement. Of course, we've seen that already. But within that, we're not going to see any hard data like observer heights or any kind of coordinates. Um, but other than that, he is going to ask for a lot of questions about the globe, right? Uh, some of them are going to be silly, and we'll answer them politely. However, only up until a point where he thinks we're being like a bit too oversimplified with our answers, then he's going to feel a bit condescended and upset. But it'll be all good because he's a nice guy. We'll apologise and, and we'll move on. That'll be uh, that'll be something you can look forward to. Um, we're going to see lots of childish experiments being shown, such as moving torches or lenses back and forth. I believe you've already seen the bit where we we see the lens back and forth in Brian's opener. Um, you've already seen that bit. And <laughs> this is genius. Um, but um, eventually they'll kind of ignore the fact that what they've had to do is take that lens or torch and move it specifically into that exact point to get the exact effect that they're looking for. And then they ignore anything other than, than that exact position it's got to be in to get that exact effect. They kind of ignore that and just pretend that it, it is actually an explanation of what's going on in the real world. That bit's quite quite funny. Um, and they'll also accompany that phrase with stuff like, it works perfectly on a flat earth. And I think Witsit has, uh, has already done, you've seen that bit and you'll see it again, you know, where they say, oh, this works perfectly well on a flat earth without explaining how it works on a flat earth whatsoever. So some of that you've seen already, some of it you, you haven't. Um, this is my favourite bit of the debate, though. Witsit didn't like this bit, but what he does is he tries to bring science into doubt by using evidence from NASA space probes. And as a flat earther, he doesn't understand the irony that using data from space probes um, you know, doesn't really support the flat earth. It makes me laugh. He doesn't find it amusing. But everyone in the chat, you can have a laugh about that. That'll, that'll be good. That's going to be a good bit of this debate. I'm also going to bring up at some point that Witsit believes in the lost city of Atlantis and Brian believes that the ISS is a, an Egyptian god. And I'm going to bring that up just to show that uh, we're dealing with nice people, but people that just want to believe whatever they want to believe. And that's fine. And Flat Earth is just one of those beliefs. Um, neither of them really appreciate that. They're not really tickled by it. Um, but I'm going to bring it up. Now, at some point during this debate as well, uh, what happened was, it was quite good, uh, Witsit brought up some evidence that he thought was really, really clever. Um, but myself and Mr. Sensible asked him, well, why is that evidence for the Earth being flat? And Witsit really won't be able to explain. You know, one example we've seen already is Witsit claiming that the Earth is stationary. And... Um, you know, that really doesn't explain how the Earth is flat, because this is a debate about the shape of the Earth. And then when we press him on that, he, he kind of doesn't want to answer. So he gish gallops. And yeah, you've seen it before, haven't you? Uh, I literally have seen it. I've just traveled back in time. Uh, anyway, at the end of the debate, the audience are going to post loads of comments in the chat saying that the two flat earthers yet again actually brought zero evidence for a flat earth and eventually do just try to poke holes unsuccessfully in the globe. Uh, over and over again. And that's pretty much how this debate went. But it was good and it was fun. And I'm glad I did it. So thank you very much.
You got it. Thank you very much for that opening. And before we jump into the open dialogue, want to say, folks, if you didn't know, our guests are linked in the description. We highly encourage you. You can check out their links right now. That includes if you're listening via the podcast, which has thousands of downloads. We don't have any ads on the podcast. It's 100% free of ads. We don't make a dime off of it. We hope you find it useful. And that's available at every single podcast app out there where you can find Austin's Flat Earth Tests, Conspiracy Culture, and Mr. Sensible's links in the description box there as well. With that, we're going to jump into open dialogue. Gentlemen, the floor is all yours. If it gets too rowdy, I'm going to break it into two-minute segments. That way there isn't too much interrupting. The floor is all yours. Well, that was very exhilarating. Conspiracy Cat's entire presentation was ad hominem fallacies. This dude's crushing. Uh, and so let's just skip that since that's inadmissible in intellectual form and holds no value. Mr. Sensible, Mr. Sensible, uh, you brought up a lot of begging the questions fallacies. Then you said rectilinear oh. lens that does impose curvature, but we'll ignore it because it doesn't match the goal prediction, but it's kind of close and blah, blah, blah. But I just want to, before we get started, I'm wondering, can you help me out here? I got covered what you were going to say about the Einstein quote. I, I literally covered it and said they always love to say that they leave the end of the, the quote off. Yes, I explained how that's not a rebuttal to the actual point. Would you like to start there? Well, uh, I put, um, yes, they do normally leave leave that out. I have seen you leave that out many times, Austin, although today you didn't. I'll give you that. Um, but it was not in context. It was with regard to the earth moving through the luminiferous ether but i'd like to see some actual evidence from you that the earth is flat right well the conversation is is the earth a spinning ball or is it a stationary plane and so there's two aspects to it it's it's you know the geometry of the earth and then of course the motion so we're going to start with motion because it seems that most globe proponents don't comprehend relativity. This is what I've discovered over the years, and I'm, I'm quite sure that neither one of you guys do. So we, maybe you guys can prove me wrong, but it has nothing. It doesn't matter if it's through the ether or not. Okay, it's talking about Michelson Morley he proposed a special relativity, and it did not show a friendship between the lasers. So he had to say that time slowed down and the matter contracted, so it looked like it was the same. This is with or without ether. This is what relativity to this day says. You can't use measuring rods or clocks to detect the motion of the Earth around the sun because time slows down and matter shrinks. So this is in the context of an optical interferometer. So that means you can't use a ring laser gyro either. But can you can you address that part? Can you address the actual we relativity do, part? We do know that time is variable. It flows at a varying rate depending on the speed of the observer. That is known. Yeah. That is measured. Yeah, so you agree that you can't prove that. the Earth is moving around the sun from the Earth because of that? I, no. I, well, Katz, you were just going to jump in there. Can I just screen share? Yep. If anyone can answer my question, that'd be pretty cool. Can you guys admit that relativity claims you can't prove the Earth is moving around the sun from the Earth? No, uh, that's completely wrong. We can use all sorts of techniques to, to prove that. But Name when you're talking about um, oh. two, two things, when, when you were talking about not being able to use um, ring laser gyroscopes, I mean, you can live in that world where ring laser gyroscopes don't work. Um, but all this list here is is examples. Nobody said they life. don't work, bro. Is uh, is is real life applications of? Are you diverting? How? Just hold on. Well, Just to be sure that he's. I haven't that finished yet. Go ahead. Diversion. Red herring fallacy. Hold on. I so all hear. these all these are examples of how the ring laser gyroscope is actually used. Um, so I'm glad you said it does work. 
Um, and when we're talking about time, tra- you know, uh, traveling at, at variable rates, the Hafeely Keaton experiment where we use atomic clocks and we we move on at high speed, we kept, you know, and we compared them uh, afterwards, fell in line perfectly with what we predict with relativity. So I don't understand. The scientific evidence is there. So what is the problem with it? Can you say what the problem is hey, with these experiments? Look me, hey, look me in the eye while you're talking, bro. <laughs> You've only implemented two fallacies thus far, a, a full of ad hominem fallacies in your opener. I brought up, can you guys admit that relativity says you can't prove the earth is moving from the earth? I cited Einstein saying no terrestrial experiment. I cited Stephen Hawking in 2007 citing Einstein from his writings on general and special relativity. And a basic elementary understanding of relativity would necessitate you no. say yes. You have then shifted no. to rotation. That's called what, a red what you're using. Fallacy. What you're using is Max Principle. Would you like to explain to everyone what Max Principle is? We're not is? talking about that yet. We're actually no, 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 about, no, no, no. You no. are. You no. are. So would you no. like to explain you just to brought everyone up Ernest Mach. Don't if you're gonna bring up Ernest Mach, don't ask him to explain Max Principle. Wait, wait, you no, you're explaining Max Principle. Wait, wait, wait. That, Let you, me you're, explain you're, for you're the audience. Max Principle. No, I'm not. Max Principle has to do with rotation. So you're using what's called a red herring fallacy. It has the illusion that it's relevant to the subject, but it's actually not, and it's an attempt to divert. Okay. So we're actually talking about revolution around the sun right now. That has nothing to do with Mach's principle, right? So would you like to concede that relativity says you cannot prove the Earth is revolving around the sun from the Earth? No. So would can you, you like tell to, me how you can like prove to it? Tell us, would you like to tell us why it doesn't? Sure, sure. Because when you're in motion, according to relativity, time slows down and matter physically contracts. So any attempt to use any mechanism regarding matter or a clock measuring time will be a futile pursuits and it will look like the earth is stationary. That's why that both Einstein and Hawking say, along with every other astrophysicist that actually understands relativity, you can't prove it with terrestrial experiment or observation. So if you're claiming that you can prove it, I guess you need to replace relativity for us real quick. And please tell us how you did that. So you're telling us that we cannot prove that the earth is, is moving around the sun via observation. Or terrestrial no, experiment. Einstein said that. <laughs> yeah, Einstein and relativity says that. And Stephen Hawking said that. Right. No, actually, none of them said that. The, all those, before we started this debate, I was actually sent a list of the quotes that you were going to use. I can I can show you where uh, Kosho sent me them in Discord, all of the quotes that you showed at the beginning you were going to use. Um, yes. And he, ex- he, you know, he, he explained that he's seen these before and how they're all taken out of context, right? And we can go into that. But essentially, <laughs> let's just talk about parallax. Let's no, let's just talk let's, about oh, parallax. Let's, okay, okay. First, so you say that you can't prove it from the earth. And no, so, no, no, you so say So Stephen Hawking is wrong in his book, because I know you haven't read it, but there's a book called Stubbornly Persistent Illusion by Stephen Hawking. And the whole book is about the stubbornly persistent illusion that the Earth is stationary and geocentric, even though it's actually not stationary and it's in a heliocentric world. That's what the whole book is about. That's what relativity we, says. We have, we have you obviously he- took that out of context, we, Austin. <laughs> we, had a, we have a heliocentric solar system, but it's not a heliocentric universe. Of course, yeah, that's a, that's a non sequitur to my point. Yeah, well, so many people can uh, sort of say geocentric or heliocentric. With the geocentric, that's in t- uh, requiring an entire universe to rotate around us. I said with model. The, I said model. I didn't say universe. Yeah, but if if it's if it's geocentric, 
you're talking about you would have to be talking about everything rotating around us. But Austin, okay. we're still waiting for some evidence for the Earth being flat. Okay. We would have got right into that, that if you guys had have showed some intellectual honesty and actually understood your own model and said, that's correct, Austin. We can't prove the Earth is moving around the sun from the Earth according to relativity. If you could just be honest and concede it, we'd move right on to the next subject. Let's give well, can we, I just we show my screen that for one second. sec? Let's give yeah, two real minutes. Though, Let's give real two quick, minutes. Hold on, Brian. Yeah, Let's you... give two minutes before we go to you, Brian. Let's give two minutes to the other side, whether it be culture cats or Mr. Sensible. Can I, can I just have 30 seconds and I'll pass on to Miss Sensible? I only want 30 seconds and then I'll pass on to sure. Miss Sensible. If I can share my screen. Sure. Thank you. So, like I said in the opening statement, I don't know if my screen is sharing yet. Yep. Um, okay, am I sharing? Yep. Okay, so this is the bit of the debate that we're at. The bit of the debate that I said you would see. This is Witsit trying to be clever with evidence <laughs> about relativity or, or whatever. Um, without offering any evidence that the Earth is flat, trying to switch the topic of the debate from flat versus globe, which is obviously, um, you know, what the, the debate has all been about, to try and be clever about something that in no way, shape or form shows that the Earth is flat. So I did say that I'd seen this, and this is that bit. So I'm going to pass that on to Mr. Sensible now. But um, that bit's done. So well done, Witsit, for that bit. I'll pass on to Mr. Sensible. bro. <laughs> now, now, oh, now, with regard to um, the Earth moving, we can look at nearby stars in January and then look at those same nearby stars in July when we're halfway around our orbit around the sun. There is parallax. That shows that we have moved with respect to uh, the, the stars uh, around the sun. Why so can't the stars the, just be moving? Well, the nearest star is 4.2 light years away. How much do you think it's going to move in six months? I don't believe your claim that it's 4.2 light years away. Well, I, I don't, I'm not worried about what you believe. That's that's measured. You can measure. No, it's not. The, you measure the nearest stars using parallax. There are other methods for measuring the distance to further stars. Well, first of all, you assume the medium, you assume that we're moving, and then you try to measure a difference. But if the stars were just moving, which I can cite many astrophysics, will tell you a neo-tychonic system will explain retrograde and parallax. It's very easy. Just for the audience, if you don't understand, parallax is the movement of stars throughout the course of the year. Okay, They're claiming that that happens because the Earth is moving and the stars are not moving. Well, in reality, of course, the, the Earth, if it's stationary and the stars move around the Earth, if they were to change how they move, that would give us the same observation they're calling parallax. So why is that not possible? Sorry, the stars calm moving. Down. Hey, calm down, the stars, <laughs> the stars moving around the Earth. Well, the nearest star is four point two light years, which means uh, for 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 the stars to rotate around the Earth once in twenty four hours, that nearest star would travel twenty six point three nine light years in 24 hours and something like the andromeda galaxy which is 2.2 million light years would travel 1.38 times 10 to the 7 light years in 24 hours it's not possible i just rebutted that and said you are assuming a medium and making assumptions why did you skip what, what medium what, sorry what medium i missed that what medium are you talking about yeah you're assuming a near perfect vacuum well it's it's <laughs> it is a near perfect vacuum we've been up there Oh, you've my, been up but, there. You used a plural noun. Have you pronoun? Have you been up there? Uh, can I share my? Can I just share my screen again a second? Sure. 
Uh, is this yeah. where you show the gas pressure that needed a container, and then it, it and then because of the disequilibrium, it actually expanded into the available space, which actually debunks your model? Or would you like to address that you just appeal to the authority of NASA or some space agency, and you did assume the medium, and that's the only way you can make the claim about the distance of the stars, and that parallax doesn't prove a ge- uh, geocentric well, Earth wrong? I, I think. Am I sharing now? Yep. Okay. Um, here's that balloon uh, as it's about to be launched. That's me launching it okay that balloon was was mine and in a second you can see as i turn around to the main experimental camera there is me launching the balloon it went up to um, you know you it just, went up uh, please brian please brian oh, brian no no you can't just jump oh, in like that bro yeah um so here it is sorry at 38 uh, and three quarter kilometers the atmospheric pressure has dropped from over 101,000 pascals to 256, 0.002% of the atmosphere. That's a pretty damn good vacuum. So my mage, which is sat right right behind me, I can't show you because I'm sharing the screen, uh, mage went up uh, to uh, that height down to um, that, that, that absolutely minuscule uh, amount of atmospheric pressure. So to what, like a hundred thousand feet? Uh, it went. Uh, it, it's thirty-eight and three-quarter kilometers. I, I forget what that is. It's about. Is it twenty-four miles? So you went twenty-four miles, and that proves the star up. is four point two light years away. Interesting. Yes, and that's very uh, interesting. Hold, that's on, crazy. hold on, hold on, hold on. Jaron isn't here. Why are you saying interesting? Wait, let me get my word in real quick, <laughs> Mister Sensible. Uh, you're freaking uh, out, in man. In my opener. Yeah, I tried cramming in a lot, but if you go back, anybody can go back in my opener. I showed Blue Horizons with lens correction, and it's 62 miles, and it's perfectly straight line across compared yeah. to your 20 miles. Brian, that vid- also, that- also, hold on, hold on, you did, hold on. I, I gave you time now. Now, also, I, I showed a 25 mile laser flash directly in the lens. You showed a 130 meter laser test. And conspiracy, conspiracy cats are. are Custodies or whatever. You, I also made a prediction that uh, that you were going to claim that we're not going to bring evidence. I wanted to give y'all a more advanced presentation, but just so you didn't claim we didn't bring evidence, I showed mirror flash tests. I showed VHF waves traveling a thousand miles. I showed long distance laser tests. I mean, yeah, I knew, should, so we've made it. Just but a you talking still haven't point. Answered Austin's first question. Yeah, so just a script. Answer his Brian. first question. Brian, you oh. did bring lots of things, and that Blue Origin thing, I actually wrote down, that video has been debunked because it is stretched and compressed and the tops and bottoms are cut off. It is not original footage. That has been edited by someone dishonest. Well, I'm sorry, Brian, but you fell that for from that. NASA. I got one even higher than that from NASA that I didn't have time to include. Well, I just showed you. I just showed you pictures. Flat. I just showed you a picture from 38 and three-quarters of... Uh, kilometers in fact video showing the curve of the earth and it was only 200 meters short of felix baumgartner's junk which drove me crazy and what did he say when he was up there he said he could see the curve i know that you're going to say that ndt says you can't see the curve but he's he's wrong yeah he's stupid and i actually know someone that talked to felix baumgartner in person that asked him point blake and he said now that he started thinking about it he actually didn't see the curvature of the earth i know someone that personally talked to him and the person okay. that's gone out into the whole world to represent the globe, the scientific communicator for the whole world, says you would never see the curvature. You'd be two millimeters off a big beach ball. You'd never see the curve. Well, you say we would. And this is all a diversion so the audience keeps up, right? They can't no be intellectually honest about 
anything. They can't even admit that relativity says you can't prove the earth is moving around the sun from the earth. Now we've diverted to, oh, the star's this far away. How'd you know? Well, we I are went supposed to be talking about, in the air. That we are supposed like to be talking about the shape of the earth, the shape of the earth, Austin. The globe earth model versus a flat stationary plane yeah. model. Uh, and with regard, uh, with regard to that, you saw in my footage, you can see curve. It's only slight, and that's at 38 kilometers. It's hard to see. And probably if you're up there with the naked eye, it would be really tough to see. It's easy to see in that because I can freeze the image. I can compress it to actually accentuate the curve. It doesn't doesn't change straight lines. So it's difficult. That wow. I mean, yeah, we are wow. quite close to a bloody the great. You literally say that it is. You said that it doesn't, it actually adds curvature to the edges. And then you said, look, but it matches it. And it literally didn't match. Everyone in the audience saw it literally didn't match at all. It wasn't no, I, curved. I, I, I did say, that. I did it say, Austin, as that much as your line. Let's hear no, it from. It, that's, that's right. Um, but I did say that the uh, prediction uh, graphic provided by Andre Puelma, thanks, Andre, was for 39 kilometers. That image was taken at 35. So you wouldn't expect an exact match, but there is a, a, a very close correlation. And the fact is, uh, what you're talking about with the distortion is barrel lens distortion, which means that anything across the middle uh, in any direction is remains undistorted. What gets distorted is uh, straight lines above, below, to left or right. They, they get pushed out and up and down. That's why there's those reference line strings. And between those two strings, which are straight, um, that, that horizon, if it was flat, could not end up being more curved than the strings. Okay, if you show that again, uh, I can't believe you, you probably will recruit more flat earthers than me and Austin with, with that image. But can you show it again, please? Because I thought the horizon was equidistant in all directions from the observer. Yeah, let me sh uh, just uh, call it up again. There's so much wrong well, with this in every way. It's well, crazy. welcome to flat Earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, which bit did you want, Brian? The bit uh, with the um, uh, sorry, not that one. That. Is that what you wanted? Welcome to Flat Earth, sir. But you can see a curve there, and you can see the atmosphere <laughs> curved as well. Yeah, Are and you... then if you pan if you pan to the right, it's going to start over, right? So you're going to have like a, a rose petal Earth, or what? What you no, have, no. Man? Do you not understand how a horizon <laughs> works? It's equidistant uh, around you. Here you go. Then here, here is so it's moving, a circle. Then, here right? is moving footage of it as you're rotating. You yeah, that's not halfway that in the screen. You said it'd be distorted if it wasn't halfway. Yeah, in the middle. But it, uh, so why are you uh, lying to everyone? Why are you showing things that you know are distorted? Um, Austin, any distortion in the bottom of the screen would be downwards. It wouldn't be making it look it concave. Depends on that, the angle of the camera. No, 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 no. Yes. Um, let me show you. Here is, um, that is barrel distortion on, on the left. As you can see, towards the bottom, it would be bowed down. Towards the top, it would be bowed up. Across the middle, it will be straight. If I tilted it, it up and below. down, would it change? If I tilted the angle up and down, would it change? If you tilt it down, you you will be pulling it um, toward uh, towards there. And so yeah. when I so, take, so, like, if you take, anyone can do this themselves just to prove that you're not telling the truth. You can take a camera outside and you can look at a sidewalk. And if you tilt it down, it'll impose curvature. So based on the angle of the view, all lenses, including rectilinear lenses, impose a curvature on the edges. And based on the movement yes. of the lens, it will impose curvature. And it doesn't even match your prediction. There, um, the curvature will be uh, if it was across the top or the bottom, not across the middle. That is barrel distortion on the left. If you look across the middle, it's a straight line. It's not across if the it's middle. Toward, 
that is pretty much down across the middle. No, it's not. Clearly, there's more Earth than sky. Well, I mean that that okay. So if you're saying okay. that's straight, if if you're saying that's a straight line that's being distorted by the lens, why isn't the straight string which is above it distorted more? Because that is further up the screen. Because when it's further away from you and you're looking at an angle, it's going to change what you view nope. proportionate to. Yes, nope, and in addition to this, in addition to this, yeah, actually, you would actually get the optical appearance of curvature or convexity based on like actual uh, a radius of light. So a circumference of light on the ground, like a circular circumference of light, and our eyes see in a circle, and you're imposing curvature with your lenses, admittedly, and it's not in the no, middle of the no, screen. I, so I, it, no this such, is terrible. This I, is awful. No such thing. You obviously don't understand. Who cares about the left or right? Yeah, obviously, can I just step in for a second? Can, can I, I just finish? Sorry, if I can just finish oh, off okay, just sorry, with regard to this. That's okay. Um, that is not how optics work. Light is traveling to you or, or to the camera lens from the string. Light is traveling to the camera lens from that horizon. It hits the lens and then any distortion takes place. So the fact it's come from further away does not make it more distorted. And your example of wow. pointing down to the pavement, yes, I know what you mean. Towards the edges of a picture, any straight lines would would have a certain amount of distortion. But across the middle, it won't. Thanks. Would the, would, would the angle change based on distance? Okay. Yes or no? So uh, which it and and Brian both. So here. easy. This is Let, so easy. Let's just uh, sorry. Which I was. I'm sorry that uh, it's okay, Mr. Adham. Uh, go ahead. So we uh, basically this is why these debates really aren't debates. The more entertainment, which is, is fine, and I'm happy to be part of entertainment because because you're clearly being shown there uh, the curvature of the Earth, which is being referenced uh, against two taut, very straight strings, and obviously it doesn't show. When you look at that image, it doesn't show what you want it to show. So we enter the flat Earth world then of just making up as much bullshit as we possibly can by saying, well, there must be some amazing coincidental effect on that taut bit of string, which is making it look straight. Uh, that is, it must just be in the perfect position to be made to look straight. So history. Again, not finished yet. Against that curved horizon, it oh, just must be. And yet you've 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 applied absolutely zero reason for why you would say that, zero evidence for why you'd say that, zero mass for why you'd say that, zero understanding of why you'd say that. You've literally just said it must be. And this is like summing up all flat earth arguments in one go. You know, we look at boats across the horizon. You've got flat earthers out there saying, oh, oh God, it's because our eyes are round. You know, things this way because we're out, or there must be some ether band. Or that, you, you know, have unless, evidence, unless you're going to offer. You have give me 10 more no, seconds. I'm not finished yet, Brian. Give me 10 more seconds. seconds. This is just pure selfishness. Give me another 30 dude. seconds. Give me another 30 seconds. This is debating the, now? The, I'm finished yet. I'll, I'll, I'll keep You're starting. a sophist. I want to give him another I'll start again. Yeah, I'm going to keep starting with it. So essentially, the point is this. If we're going to have, actually have an adult debate, what you've actually got to do is bring adult arguments. And the arguments you're bringing literally are at the level of a child who's who's saying, no, it's not my bedtime yet. No, no, it's not because I've wound my clock back five minutes. So I've got another five minutes. That is a level of argument. So up your game a little bit. And actually What's your problem, dude? Brian, I had you on mute. Hi, Brian. Oh, seriously. All right. Sadly, I like I, I can't believe I have to do this, but... Once in a while, I actually have to change the settings so that people can't unmute themselves. So I got to do this, Brian, because you just unmuted yourself. So seriously, come on, work with me here. Okay, that setting's different. So any, looks like that was about all you needed. And then Witsit, we'll kick it back to you. Sounds like you wanted to speak. And I'm asking you to unmute. Yeah, see, the reason people are interrupting him is because he's just ad-homing people from the very beginning of the debate. 
all Conspiracy Cats has is ad homs and sophistry. The whole audience can see it. Now, he knows that the, like, zealous base here to, to defend the globe are going to love it and eat it up. And that's always he's catering to. But this is just incredibly distasteful. Your entire response was to just chant and to ad hom me and your entire opener to this moment. Now, what I actually said when you said I had no arguments, I explained many arguments that went directly over Mr. Sensible's head, including that something further in the distance would have a different angle to view based on some of the strings close to the view. This is objective. Secondly, he claimed if it's right in the middle of the screen, it would be flat. And then he showed multiple examples of it not being in the middle of the screen. And thirdly, everyone can check rectilinear lenses impose curvature. That's not the same as uh, 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 or whatever you said. All you're doing is being a sophist and using ad homs and constant fallacies. This is why it's hard to sit here and listen to baseless chanting and insults consistently since the debate has started. That's why you got interrupted. And that's what you're going to respond with. I think what we're you can't do- even admit you can't even admit and agree with Einstein and Stephen Hawking right out of the gate. I mean, that's weird. So I think what we've got to do, thanks for that, Brian. I think what we've got to do is establish some kind of a standard, a minimum standard for the arguments we're going to present. Mr. Sensible has put a weather balloon in the air. He's shown you the curve of the earth. He's referenced it against taut straight strings. And you've looked at that. And then straight off the back of your head, you've said, well, there must be some sort of distortion which is happening to the curve of the earth, but not the string. And I don't really know what it is, but it must be there because the earth must be flat. So I'm just going to say there is. Now, you can you can have a go at me and say that's ad hom all you want. But that is exactly what you're doing. I'm not going to pretend that you've offered anything that's any any anything like a scientific argument there. What you've literally done is look at it and go, no, I'm not accepting that. So I'm just going to say that, you know, the furries did it. That's literally that's what, I what said. you've just okay, done. Is that what I Hold said? On, I, he put up a balloon. Hold on. He put up a balloon. I surveyed down the coast a, a mile and a half and nothing was changing at all. So I just gave up. I, I do level for a living. I've worked in auto level for over 30 years. He put up a balloon. This is what I do for a living, bro. There's okay, no wait, 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 wait. I got to respond. But, but, Kat, you just did the same exact thing after being called out. You have no shame. You just strawman me and said that I said fairies did it. You probably, if I could give you 10 grand right now, you probably couldn't even say what I actually said. And I said it three times. I know you don't know what it is because you can't well, debate this. You're projecting right now. Wait, wait, I'm going to repeat it again. The angle of view changes relative to distance. The strings are closer than the horizon. Now, actually rebut it. Actually rebut it. Yeah, well, saying the angle of view changes with distance makes absolutely no <laughs> the, makes absolutely no uh, impact on your argument whatsoever because if you're claiming the Earth is flat, and then that horizon is is literally going to be in, almost infinitely far away, isn't it? In in all directions, why are we getting that curved horizon? It makes you don't even understand it. You don't understand the rebuttal. So just admit well, you don't understand the rebuttal because you don't make any sense. Okay, yeah, let me help you out here. Which, let which me help it, you out here. Which so it, bait, it doesn't so what make it doesn't what, make sense. If you took one of those strings and took a shot with a horizon where it's near the strings, those light rays are both hitting the lens at the same point. They would be bent or refracted at the same to the same degree that How doesn't do you guys happen not... dude Wait, the angle back into of the... view will change what looks like curvature everyone in the audience can prove you guys wrong by taking a camera out and just looking at a sidewalk and as you tilt it up and down the curvature rate changes if you tilt yes, it more down it becomes of barrel more distortion. Im- oh, no, don't interrupt it becomes I, I, more I think exaggerated 
The angle of view becomes more exaggerated. I just want to make sure the audience understands. It becomes more exaggerated as you tilt to different angles. So you are going lower and lower in the distance looking at the optical appearance of a horizon. So it has a different angle. So thus it's not going to in any way be comparable to strings right in front of it with a different angle. And you're just saying, uh, and using ad homs and sophistry. That's all you have. Okay. Okay, forget the camera. Wait, are y'all trying forget to reclaim the, the geometric horizon? No, 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 then we'll come right over to you, Brian. Yeah, Austin, um, I disagree with you 100% on that, but forget the camera, right? That um, uh, mage was fitted with two GPS trackers and broadcast its position. When we were launching, the only site that could pick up that signal, which was only a couple of watts, was us. As it went higher, it was picked up by tracking stations because uh, people who are in the high-altitude balloon community track them and then send all the data back to a central server as it went higher then sites further and further and further away had line of sight on uh, the balloon at 38 kilometers the uh, the the radio horizon it could reach was approximately 400 miles when it was on the ground it was within a mile now there is no reason that that should happen on a flat earth apart from things like hills and as far as i'm aware in the middle of england england there are no hills 38 kilometers tall blocking uh, the signal from getting any further so you have a growing horizon depending on your height uh, evidence by radio signals so forget the camera that still shows it's a globe earth you All got right, it so exactly let me... backwards. Hold on, real quick. From that from that distance, you should have got seven and a half degrees of forget the left and right curvature. From the ground to the where the atmosphere runs out, you should have been should have been forty five miles. Now, from that distance, the horizon is a function of distance. Are y'all trying to reclaim the geometric horizon? Because uh, every globe I talked to has admitted that it's refraction and not geometric. Y'all trying Fine. to reclaim that? Brian, can I ask you a question? At the beginning of the debate, you brought up me bringing up honesty with flat soil. You didn't answer mine, sir. Sophistry. More sophistry. So go, go on, I'll answer your Are we trying to reclaim? Okay. Well, the whole idea of this geometric horizon that, that the Nathan Oakley pushes is a ridiculous, childish uh, argument. So I know reclaim, like reclaim a geometric horizon. I mean, we all know what goes on with the horizon. There is a horizon. We see it. Refraction can happen just like refraction happens when light travels through your eyes. You're looking at your phone now. The light from your phone is refracting through your cornea, refracting through your lens. Every time you look at something, there's a refraction there. So are we going to claim, have you got so like is a it geometric, geometric phone? Well, I haven't finished yet. Have you got a geometric phone and a non-geometric phone? Are we going to take it to that childish level? You know, it's, it's a silly argument. But at the beginning of the debate, you said to me that, that you were going to talk about honesty. You wanted to talk about honesty. So I'm just going to ask you a Wait, question. Wait, was that a yes or no, please? Was that just a yes or no? 30 seconds. Just to, we'll come right back. The, you I'll take 10 seconds. That's all it is. Do you think the video that Mr. Sensible has shown you about Mage is what we would expect to see on a flat earth? Simple yes or no? Welcome to flat earth. Indeed so. So, okay. So, Mr. Sensible, you can show that again, obviously, and, and we'll have a look at the flat earth, I suppose. I think we should leave it up on screen. I say we leave it up on screen. So, well, you about, never answered about, yes or no. Sorry, who are you talking to? Hey, both of y'all. Are y'all trying to reclaim? Is the horizon you're observing, is it geometrical? Have y'all reclaimed the geometry? Of there is of a geometric. Over? There is a geometric horizon, but you see an apparent horizon because of da, 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 refraction. But okay. this, this was not optical. I'm talking about radio signals. The fact was... Uh, as it went higher, the line of sight 
that's not visual, the line of sight, the radio waves could hit stations further and further away, up to about 400 miles away when Mage was at its higher height. Had Mage been able to go higher, it could have reached even further. But why not talk about something different? Why don't you guys do something? Why don't you go to the South Pole and film uh, the, the the midnight sun in in midwinter, or rather, according to you, it wouldn't be the case. Why don't you go and do something like that? Okay, well, I, I wanted to... Um... All right. First off, so the height of the balloon, you say you're roughly about 20 miles. 24. In the in the distance with your Earth curvature, forget the left and right curve, you should be 45. It should be 45 miles from the ground to the, to the edge of the atmosphere because of the 25 miles of Earth curvature over 40, over 400 miles distance. But I'm still wondering, did y'all, Austin, did they ever answer your uh, your opening question? Did they ever give you an honest answer? Because they're throwing, I don't get it, man. What you say, Austin? Did they ever give you an answer, an actual answer to the first question you asked, Austin? Oh, Austin, you we can't hear you. If you can hear me, I don't think I muted you, but I just yeah, I just naturally, I naturally mute myself back, so I didn't. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, like this is the thing. So just everyone's seen it. So from the beginning, every everything that's happened is as you guys get destroyed, you never concede. You just divert away to a different fallacy and different begging the question, diversion, ad hominem, sophistry, blah, blah, blah. But we started off with you actually can't prove that the earth is moving around the sun. This is objective based on relativity. I brought this up to show the audience that our opponents are not capable of being intellectually honest. They can only chant and use scripts and then like use sophistry and blah, blah, blah. So if you guys, I'll give you another opportunity because then we talked about the camera. You thought it proved the curvature. Then we got real quick to win. We had to throw that out real quick. So we, we destroyed you on both those points. Brian just destroyed you again. But th the first point is, can you guys admit that relativity says you cannot prove the earth is moving around the sun from the earth because time expands and slows down and matter contracts? Can you please admit that that's what relativity says? Absolutely. Honesty, uh, Austin. I can neither confirm or deny because I don't know enough about that. <laughs> can I ask you okay. a follow-up? Don't you think that if you uh, were to Sorry, have... just one second, Austin. I, I fail to see, Brian, why it's, why it's funny if someone says, I don't know about something. Because, because it's that's a the, That's the most important question, because if you don't know about something, you can learn about something. At least you're being honest. to come debate us, go to uh, Earth Awakenings Discord if you, if you want to debate any of our points. But it's a litmus test in there. We asked because many Globers come in and the ones who are perfectly honest, maybe you, you could plead the fifth on this one. I have nothing against you, but uh, mo a lot of them will be honest and say, you know, uh, and admit that, yeah, there's no way to know for sure. Go on with your follow-up. They'll agree with Einstein. Okay. And, uh, okay. Can we chill, Brian, please? So, like, this, this is the yeah. point, okay? The reason I bring it up is because you could have said that from the jump, right? Like, for, like as soon as I asked you, you could have said it. But I do I, – I appreciate you saying it now. But this is, the, this is my follow-up. It's like, if that's the case, right, then how is it that you can be so incredibly sure about your belief system? Because it's kind of like someone telling me the Bible's real. And then I tell them, did you know Genesis 6 says that there were giants and that angels came and had sex with women and made giants? And you're like, the Bible doesn't say that. I'm like, really? You want to go look at it? Well, I've never read Genesis, but I know it's real and I know you're wrong. It's weird. I don't have a belief you system. Re relativity is required for the globe Earth model. It is required, okay? It right. is the fundamental glue. So you shouldn't understand it what? if you're going to believe it. I, 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 know, I know it's to a, 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 you know, a layman's level, but why is relativity required? for the earth to be a globe. 
Well, if you want to pretend that it's a stationary globe, then we can throw movement out. If you if you want, you know, and then no. we can move on. Why can't it move and be a globe? Well, it that's that's what the debate's about. But I think you need to. I think you need to show some. You need to show some evidence. Why can't it? What? Why can't it be a globe that moves? Why do you have to invoke relativity? Okay, let me tell you. But actually, relativity has been shown because it's. um, It was. You just admitted you don't know what it is. No, I didn't say I don't know what relativity is, I was, but I, I am not an, a subject matter expert in it. But what I do know is that um, Einstein made predictions and Sir Arthur Eddington in 1916 or 17 uh, tested that. Sorry? 1919. Was it? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it took images of the stars, uh, which were or should have been apparently behind the sun, but they could be seen uh, beside the sun because the light had been bent due to the warping of space-time. Yeah, that's the idea. It's called a begging the question fallacy, though. But this is the How? point. No, no, that was, that, that exactly was an observation. You're backwards, bro. Arthur that was Eddington. an observation. That, Arthur that, Eddington. That, that was an observation that, that, that te- uh, fulfilled a prediction made by Einstein. Okay, you're asking a bunch of questions, right? So first of all, it's well known and it's been proven. They actually threw out so that the prediction was like 1.98 arc seconds. They got observations that were 0.83 arc seconds or, or 0.97 arc seconds, closer to the 0.83 arc seconds predicted by Newtonian dynamics, and they threw those out and it's actually been proven. But whatever, none of that matters. Arthur Eddington himself said what I'm saying right now, which is it appears that the velocity of the Earth might happen to have been nil in response to Michelson-Morley, which is what made Einstein come up with special relativity in the first place, which you put what is the first slide in your thing, which was him explaining that he came up with relativity to explain away Michelson-Morley. That was the There's whole the point. There's the quote. There's the quote. There was just one alternative. Yes, true velocity through space might have happened to have been nil. This was ruled out. This is the bit you don't say. This was ruled out by repeating the experiment six months later, since the Earth's motion could not be nil on both occasions. So what does that mean? What, what, how was it? What was it ruled out doing what? You know, oh, do you not know which it? I thought you I were do, but I know topic. that you don't well, know. Explain it. I know then. you don't explain know. it. Explain it. No, no, expl- Wait, you've been saying over and over again that relativity says that the earth can't be moving around the sun. You've said that over and over again. Now, Mr. Sensible is showing you the full quote. You've been pretending to be an expert on this. Now, can no, I, no, no, just no. for one second, wait, wait, for Brian. one, no, Brian, I haven't finished yet. Can I just for 10 seconds? Can I screen share? Then I'll take it off just for 10 wait, seconds. Wait, wait, neither I one of you know what that means. Neither one of you guys know what I'm finished yet. I haven't uh, finished and yet. It's it means you cherry picked. So, but what does it mean then? For in ten seconds, I haven't finished yet. Which I haven't finished yet. I'm good because I'm coming straight to you for an answer. So we're going to allow well, him to continue those, to ad hom me the so whole for those entire ten, debate. For those ten seconds, right, sorry, for these ten seconds, I'm just going to remind everybody wow. about this prediction at the beginning because you've been talking about relativity as if you were an absolute master of it and you knew all about it and you know why it proves the Earth can't, you know, why we can't uh, use it to prove the Earth <laughs> is moving around the sun. This is exactly what I said. You are going to be asked to explain things that you have said coherently in detail, and you're going to get angry and refuse to do so. This is the bit of the debate where you refuse to explain to Mr. Sensible why relativity says the Earth can't be moving. So everyone in the chat can see you now. Shut up, Brian. Everyone in the chat now can listen to you (laughs) refuse to answer Mr. Sensible's question. Go ahead. Watch this. this, this, This is, of course, what actually happened. As I went to answer, you interrupted me to then pull up your same third grade level rudimentary screen that ad homs me because you couldn't debate me if I chugged a bottle of Jameson conspiracy cats. Let's be honest. You can never debate me. It's very obvious. We're still waiting for the answer, mate. We're still waiting for the answer. Oh, no, no, no. You get to ad hom me uninterrupted. So this is the point. Yeah, I explained. I understand relativity. You don't comprehend it. Now, I asked you since you act like that refuted me. Still waiting for the answer. 
the answer is that relativity claims that because I've already told you the answer five times, maybe you We're should still wait for the answer. Maybe you, you haven't answered out. any of his questions. Brian, Brian, just let Literally. him expose himself as the clown that he is. Okay. So this is the problem. <laughs> conspiracy cats you say something again. You can't help yourself. You're getting destroyed. So I told you the answer already five times, which is relativity says that time physically expands and slows down. So any attempt to use a clock to measure the velocity of the earth around the sun would be a futile pursuit. In addition to that, matter contracts Why? when in motion. So you can't use a physical Why? apparatus to measure the distance. Do you understand but, that? So what motion. you've done is, is you've, you've read out that same statement a couple of times. What I'm asking you is why does that mean that we cannot be on an earth move so you've said well it's something to do with matter contracting and time but you haven't explained and this is this is where we're going to push you on now and, was... and it's going to fall apart and you get angry you haven't explained yeah. why that means we can't measure the movement of the earth around that the sun. was so their only explanation to keep the earth in motion around the sun oh, yeah. Wait, i got it i got it so the truth is we all everyone can tell you don't understand this okay but the point is that during mickelson morley so the audience understands they shot two lasers okay using interferometry one went with the motion the alleged motion of the earth going 20 miles a second around the sun really like 18.97 or whatever, and then another laser going against the motion of the Earth that was assumed, okay? So they were perpendicular to each other. The laser going against the motion of the Earth would have had to catch up to the Earth, right, to get to the receiver. So the other one would have had to go with the Earth, and the other one had to fight against the motion of the Earth and catch up to the Earth to get the receiver. Now, what? so there should have been a separation between the two lasers because one would have been behind the other having to catch up to the Earth. What the, it actually showed was that the laser got to the receiver at the same time, damn near, like pretty much the same. And then Einstein said the reason it wasn't exactly the same was instrumental error. Okay, He was trying so, to prove the existence of luminiferous... It took him 22 years to come up with that He was trying to prove the existence of luminiferous ether, no, and he failed. No, so that you don't understand it, but it's okay. So actually... Well, what let's move was, on to something else, shall we? Yeah, let's move on because I'm okay. almost done. I'm going to explain. He said, I don't understand why. You're self-projecting your own intellectual ineptitude. Well, well you, don't, okay? you don't understand so, why. So now you need to be exposed. So actually... Wait, a ring gyroscope works. The fact that it actually You're freaking works. out. Would you the like to continue the conceive of the relativity? I'll give you... Let's give Witsit 30 seconds, and then we'll kick it right over to you, Baldy Gets. So yeah. in conclusion, Einstein had to propose relativity to say, even though it actually took longer for that laser to get there because it had to travel a further distance, time slowed down and the apparatus measuring the distance shrank. So it just magically looked like it was the same and that it didn't take longer to travel a further distance. And that is still needed to this day. It's completely independent of ether. Einstein threw the ether out, but still kept Lorentz contraction, which he got from Lorentz, who thought it was the ether. So that's the answer. And that's why it's still the same theory it is today, because without that, you have no way to tell if the earth is moving or not you have to claim that you could never prove it culture can i have my i'll just have 30 seconds just screen share and then bounce back on so basically what you're saying is oh lorentz contraction means that we can never measure if the earth is moving or not and then you said so therefore we can't use uh, a, a ring laser gyroscope which brian has already admitted earlier in the debate that ring laser gyroscopes actually work you know essentially ring laser gyroscope like we've got here we have two beams alike one will take the clockwise path one will take the anti-clockwise path and if there's no movement there's no rotation of that ring both of them will hit the end point at the same time and produce a particular uh, diffraction pattern however if it's starting to rotate so here it's starting to rotate clockwise what we can see is the one on, on the right moving anti-clockwise is going to hit that screen earlier the one on the left is going to hit it uh, a little bit later we get a change in that diffraction pattern 
because this and, and we use you know because there is rotation going on and we can use it to put it on the earth like bob nadell says thanks bob 15 degrees thanks, bob. bob we can use these to measure the rotation of the earth so you can say that it can't be measured but we have devices here that brian thank you brian said that it works and so thank you for saying it works brian that has actually measured the rotation of the earth so you can say over and over again that because you've heard about lorenz contraction and you know some fancy words that there's no rotation <laughs> of the earth but so you're no, going to bring up the same device it. that Michelson literally invented. Michelson invented this, then perfected it, and you're going to bring it up to try and debunk. No, 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 no. It's a red herring fallacy. We're talking about revolution around the sun, not rotation. I've already told you that. Please try to keep up. It's, so so do you that accept well. that the Earth rotates? Then do you accept that the Earth rotates? No, no, no. I accept that we we detect sidereal rotation because it actually was originally done in Michelson Gale Pearson within 98 percent prediction of sidereal rotation. I know this is not just words. That don't make sense because you don't know things. Okay. So, you accept so yeah, rotation. So there's a sidereal rotation. The rotates, there's a sidereal Austin, rotation, but Austin, it's actually the motion of the sky. A ring laser gyroscope. Can you let him talk, hold on a second, gentlemen. We can't hear anybody if, if people are speaking over each other. So we do have to give a two minutes, and then we'll come right back to you. Okay, I'm going to unmute. Who was it? I think it was Austin. It was Austin, not Brian, yeah. right? Okay, go ahead, Austin. All right, so Mickelson Gell Pearson, which performed many years, like in 1935, that's many years after 87, it did match the sidereal rotation prediction with a 98%. But using that same methodology, interferometry, to try to detect the motion of the Earth around the sun, it didn't detect it, okay? So the only viable alternative is there is a sidereal rotation, which everyone observes it, okay? Everyone knows that the sun moves in the sky every day. Everyone knows that. The question is, is the sun moving in the sky, or is the Earth actually moving the sun sitting still? It just looks like that. So yes, we don't deny sidereal rotation, right? We deny you're begging the question fallacy where you reify that it's the earth moving and it just looks like the stuff in the sky is moving. Okay, so the fact that you detect motion means nothing. Sagnac effect is what ring laser gyros utilize. Sagnac said it was a vortex in the ether. We took it to different altitudes at the same latitude and that showed a variation in the degrees, which is impossible on a globe. It has to stay the same, the same latitude. And this is all diversion away from the revolution. Diversion. They still haven't answered your first, second, or third question. This is they ridiculous. And then I meant to click unmute on everybody. So in case it doesn't bring up a window. Otherwise, Mr. Sensible. I'm back. Okay, I'd, well, like say, yeah. I'd say that ring laser gyroscopes, yes, as uh, Kat said, um, shows 15 de degrees per hour rotation. Thanks again, Bob. But it also detects, it also detects the orbit of the Earth as well. Really? <laughs> Y'all not listening? Can like, I really? can, can I just say that I just want to summarize just what's happened so far, just so we all we all know. What's happened so far, just two things, is that Mr. Sensible has shown the mage going up into the uh, into the air and he's shown um, that curve of the horizon against that Flatter. fixed uh, uh, that fixed taut string. And the only way that can be possible, clearly, according to the flat earth proponents here, is that there's just the perfect amount of distortion to make it look that way. There's just the perfect amount that can't be explained. It's just so coincidental. It's the perfect amount. We then talked about the ring laser gyroscope. And again, both Witsit and, and Brian have admitted that we detect rotation with the ring laser gyroscope. But again, even though we detect it, it can't be rotation. Certainly it can't be. It must be something else. 
So we've seen the horizon of the Earth. We've seen it against Torchstring, and you've got some sort of, well, whatever reason for it. And you've got some sort of whatever reason for the rotation of the Earth. And this is this is why I said before that these debates are for entertainment, not for education. You're getting destroyed. Thank you. <laughs> so why don't are you, you go bragging to... about winning? You just got destroyed oh, for the first I 30 think seconds. I Austin, let's kick it over to Mr. Sensible. Mr. Sensible's trying to speak. Thank you. Austin, why don't you go to Antarctica and either find the edge or find the dome or film uh, the, the sun not being a midnight sun in the middle of winter? Okay, so it's illegal to privately and freely explore Antarctica unless you get prior approval. In the United States, where I'm from, you actually have to give them a three months heads up and it has to be approved and you have to give them a specific route and they have to approve where you're going. That was a diversion away from the fact that you've been getting destroyed on every single point that you've brought up. You guys, this is the reason that these are debates are only valuable on the internet where the audience can see because you guys see, if we were to talk about the one point we talked for five hours before they conceded, you're now diverting away again. You could just say, yes, we can't prove the Earth's moving around the sun, we can move on. Oh, we detect rotation and we can question is it the sky moving or is it the earth moving but we don't have honest conversation so i just explained why i haven't been to antarctica and that's a ridiculous question if anyone okay. actually and, reads and, the hold on, real quick mr sensible real quick well, well, right, I, i'm, I'm he, actually hold on, responding real quick, man. to he, responding yeah, no, but to let me just it. let me just add something real quick i've been pretty quiet it, he put it way too easily really you have to do an environmental report which at a minimum is going to cost you around 200 grand and also, it's got to run through not one country, but multiple countries. You have to give a report. You can't bring gasoline. You can't bring dogs. You have to bag your own shit. So, yeah, we can go down there if you want to bag your own shit and walk right. and report to all these countries. And if you're a gajillionaire, so it's well, way I, easier than he even said. So drop I have, that have, argument, please. I have, don't drop the argument. I've heard Austin say on countless debates, you cannot go beyond the 60th parallel. It's illegal. There is Article 6 of the Antarctic, Tre Antarctic Treaty. The provisions of the present treaty shall apply to the areas south of 60 degrees south latitude, including all ice shells, but nothing in the present treaty shall prejudice or in any way affect the rights or exercise of the rights of any state under international law with regard to the high seas within that area. You can read the Antarctic Treaty. It's about four pages of, I, uh, of A4. It's 16 uh, articles. It will take you about 10 minutes. I checked with the UK government requirements for visiting Antarctica, and it says at the bottom, the Antarctic Treaty does not prevent tourists, military personnel or scientific researchers from being present, but they do require an appropriate permit from a treaty party. So, yes, you have <laughs> to receive, you have, if I can finish, you have to receive a permission, much like a visa for certain countries. Yes, you, you're not allowed to, or, or you need to inform them about certain things you may do, like storing yes, fuel there and so on. But you, you perfectly... <laughs> It is perfectly legal for anyone to go there. Yes, you have to jump through certain hoops. Yes, it will cost you a lot of money because you're going to need a hell of a lot of insurance because if you get into trouble, because it's a very dangerous place, mm. you're going to need rescuing. And it's not like just calling for a pickup, uh, uh, you know, recovery truck. So um, I, uh, I wish uh, I'll just finish off. So uh, I, I expect because I've heard Austin told countless times that the, the treaty does not say you can't go beyond the 60th. I have now just shown Treaty Article 6, which confirms, which confirms, yeah, please let me finish, Brian, which confirms that. So I expect to never, ever, ever see Austin ever say again that you can't go to Antarctica. Okay, now I'm going to respond. Austin said, yeah, go ahead. Good. So I said it very specifically, and you know what I said. You know what I said. I said, you cannot freely and privately 
explore past the 60th south latitude. You then bring up a piece of legislation that literally says what I said it says, which is you can't freely and privately explore that area. It says that if you want to go into the water around that area, it doesn't necessarily prohibit as much as when you get to the land. You have to give three months advance in the United States. You can't bring external fuel supply, external water supply, and you have to give them your route. They have to look at your route and approve it. And guess what? As it pertains to this conversation, it would be north to south circumnavigation that would prove the Earth's a globe. You go over Antarctica, you pop back up on the other side of a globe. Okay. As it pertains to that route directly over the center of Antarctica, it's already let known to everyone that's off limits. That route will not be approved. It's too dangerous. They don't have the infrastructure to rescue One. you if you something happens to you. So when I say you cannot freely and privately explore past the 60th South Latitude, that is objective. You, can, you need to freely go to, countries to take that route, sir. You can't freely travel to um, uh, North Korea. You have to jump through an awful lot of hoops. Many countries like that. The reason these uh, the articles uh, are in place is in order to protect the environment and to prevent exploitation and military using the continent. Anybody can go there, but you have to follow the agreed rules. So, I see you have so to is, me taking a shit, is me taking a skip, shit there? Uh, I, I haven't the skipped past sure. anything, Austin. I've just yeah, you, you, you skipped past what I said. Like, as it pertains to this conversation, you would actually be needing to go over the middle of Antarctica and come back up on the other side doing north to oh, south right, circumnavigation. That, that bit, yeah, have That's illegal. Of, have you ever heard so, of one more orbit? I, yeah, that, I'm not believing your claim that someone did Public. it. Ah, right. so it's illegal like... unless someone's done it, in which case it's a fairy tale. Oh, do you have so proof of like... the conspiracy cats? Because I actually yeah. researched it. You don't even know what it is. Have you actually researched it? Oh, what have I researched? Why are you no, talking so much? Mr. Sensible has. Oh, so you don't actually know what you're talking well, about. This is coming from the man who says it? that there's the perfect amount of distortion to keep that string taut <laughs> and the horizon curved. This is coming from the man who oh. agrees that a ring laser gyroscope proves rotation, but there has to be some other reason for it being uh, other than the Earth moving. This this is coming from the man who claims that relativity Are you proves deaf, that we can't bro? move the Earth around the sun, but when asked to explain it, you simply just say uh, matter contracts and something to do with time, so we can't use a clock, but you won't actually articulately explain it in detail as I, I literally did debate Cats, did and this is also real quick. 10 more seconds on, 10 more seconds Brian 10 more seconds and this is coming from the man who also we've been at this debate now for an hour neither one of you actually have brought any evidence whatsoever as I predicted at the beginning of this debate neither one of you brought any evidence whatsoever that the earth is any shape other than a globe what you've tried to do is pick holes and try and pick complex areas where, where oh I might be able to catch them out on this and catch them out on that but again you've offered nothing to show hey, you talked about honesty you talked about honesty did Aust did austin say that the ring laser gyro detected earth rotation and i'm so glad that you both admit that just, you just it's a simple question. Question. Let's, let's give him a chance question. to respond yes, brian i'm, I'm brian, so glad that you've just admitted the earth rotates thank you the most dishonest person I've ever debated. And James, you know I've been on here dozens of oh, times. Shit, this guy is hands down. The Look, I can destroy everything he's saying. First of all, he's claiming, oh, there's just a perfect distortion. It's such an illusion. How convenient. The ironic part is it's the globe that claims that. When we see the horizons too far, illusion. Whenever we see that there's things way too far in the distance, not obstructed, 
illusion. When we shot the interferometry lasers and it was didn't match the globe prediction going around the sun, illusion. Oh, the selenillion eclipse just happened and the sun and the moon were both above the, in, above the horizon in the sky at the same time, which is impossible on a globe. It's an illusion. Everything that happens is a magical illusion. And this is literally what Stephen Hawking is writing about in Stubbornly Persistent Illusion. Okay, So the irony of you to claim we claim perfect distortion. And no, it doesn't have to be perfect because Mr. Sensible's prediction didn't even match what's in the picture. And we explained why it isn't true. So Mr. Sensible couldn't actually address the angles changing based relative to distance. So then he had to just throw it out. You've been destroying every point. And then he asked you, did I say that this ideal rotation detected is the Earth rotation? And you couldn't answer because you know that Brian I didn't did. say Brian that. Brian said it was. Brian said it was. Thanks, No, Brian. he didn't. He literally Austin, said anyone could wind back and he literally said yeah, this that. This is bad, bro. It's probably but, the worst um, I've ever saw. When you talk about magical, magical, magical is in believing in Atlantis or that the ISS is an Egyptian god. Is that what you mean? Which is Make what? sure you I've try to discredit his character. Now man in my life. I have never debated Austin. a more dishonest man in my life. Are Austin. you trying to discredit him personally because you can't actually I, I, uh, not, intellectually dispute the arguments? I'm well, not, but if I, can, if I can share my screen just for 10 seconds. Bro, you're not. You're now you're just trying to do more ad homs, dude. I thought you used to be a teacher. You don't know yeah. what ad homs are? If, if I, am, I, am I showing my screen? I can't see because I'm a You know what ad homs and fallacies are? Is my screen on? Nope, not yet. Okay, Wait, sorry. Mr. Conspiracy guys, can you help me um, out here? Do you know what an ad hom fallacy is? He's going to show my we video. On, we on now. Where? No, even there's on the bottom he's gonna, in the he's middle. Gonna punch below the belt. To, right there's now. usually he's gonna in the bottom. Hold on, Brian. Is either in the middle, in the middle on the bottom, or the middle at the top? There's a screen share button that should show. Oh, I haven't hit the screen share, have I? That's uh, what I'm. And what he's just doing? You can just say, Austin, please stop saying the prediction didn't match that image. I told you the prediction was what it would be at 39 kilometers. I could only match it up against 35 kilometers for a, for a shot that was applicable. So it was not expected to be it was not expected to be an exact match, but that was showing how well, close it was even though it was 4 kilometers short of the prediction height. Yeah. Why Thank wouldn't you. you just change the math to match it? Because it was so, an image that an independent party had provided me. So you can't do the math? No, I'm not a mathematician. So there you go. Oh. I'm honest. Let's okay. Get over to well, yeah, it didn't match your prediction. I'll give you that. I'll so give that, him that. At least he's being honest. Well, well yeah, um, but there's no for, evidence. There's no evidence it matches the curvature. If you lay it over, it doesn't even match. And even if it did, it doesn't matter. And this is actually close. the diversion. Look, look, look. Your teammate is about to ad hom us again. Do you I'm understand how bad it looks? I, I told you he has his logical fallacies. I told you at the beginning of the debate exactly what was going to happen and what has happened has has happened so far you're incompetent you've tried to pick you've tried to pick holes in the globe by talking about complex things but when you actually pressed on it you really couldn't explain why when you were pressed on relativity and why that means that we can't prove the earth moves around the sun you you literally just said and anyone can wind back and listen to this you literally talked about matter contracting on a, a clock and you couldn't go any deeper and i will give you the floor after this so you can go deeper but you won't so go I'll deeper into it right i can't do it now Literally, go deeper Ryan. into it, Austin. Go yeah, deeper sorry, into sorry. it, Austin. Okay, no, I explained. I did already go Perfectly. deeper into it. I explained Mickelson Morley, which is actually the very observation and experiment that motivated him to come up with relativity, which claims matter contracts and time expands. And I've explained it four times, and you're going to pretend it didn't happen. So nowhere in what you and, just said there have you explained why that means the Earth can't move around the sun. What we want is a link between what we want is a link between what you're saying and you know and the you know the conclusion or the, the the conclusion you've made. The conclusion you've made is that relativity means that the Earth can't go around the sun, That's or we can't prove we can't prove sorry that it goes around the That's sun. That's right. And then you're saying uh, Mickelson Morley matter contracts time, but you're not you're not linking the two. 
just like yes, I, I said did. at the very beginning, you're not going to be articulate and explain in detail. I'm going to hold your toes to the okay, fire watch, and you're going watch, to get really wound up. But watch this, dude. really explain. And I want you at okay. the end of your answer to be, this is why we so cannot funny. prove Can you say anything honest Brian, at all, Brian, bro? Brian, you... chill, dude. Yeah. Brian, chill, dude. Let's go to Austin. So I, I already did yeah. that. I said that based on Mickelson-Morley, the, the uh, intersection of the perpendicular light rays, the one going against the motion of the Earth, would have to be behind the other laser, but that's not what happened. So in order to explain Mickelson-Morley, which showed that the Earth wasn't moving and the laser wasn't catching up to the Earth, they had to say that the measuring apparatus was physically contracting and time was expanding because of the interferometry not measuring the alleged 20-mile-a-second so orbit of the Earth. Your entire argument, your entire argument, because you started off by saying relativity says we can't determine that the, the Earth is moving around the sun. But actually what it turns out is your entire argument is limited to that one inferometer uh, that uh, Mr. Sensible is already showing the quote about, saying that it was repeated six months later and, and, it, and it ruled out a stationary. It's, it's not linked to any observation. It's not linked to anything other than that one little piece of kit in that one-off experiment. Are you honest enough to, uh, to admit that? The same exact. Are you honest enough to admit that? The same principle still applies. If you re if you replicate Mickelson Mori today, the same thing happened. Well, they did that's it six why, months later and it disagreed. Are you no, honest enough six to admit? Later, it still Are you honest it did enough to have admit that you're just talking about that one piece of kit? Hear either of you. Sorry. Six months later, it still showed that it did not match the predicted. The only reason it brings up six months is that's in a different part of the elliptical orbit. He doesn't know that. He just added to it and thinks it contradicts me. Keep reading the next paragraph, Mr. Sensible, then you'll start to understand it's about the elliptical orbit of the sun. Yeah. But the point is that Mickelson-Morley is the same today. The Air Force did it in 87. So this is why it's called the greatest failed experiment in history by any physicist that knows what they're talking about, which you clearly do not. And that is that that has to be happening if the Earth is moving around the sun. Time has to be expanding. Matter has to be contracting. It's not just Mickelson-Morley. It's anytime you use a clock. Anytime you measure time, anytime you use any type of matter, and anytime you use any type of measurement device, okay? That's why you can't so do it. That's what relativity says. So what you're saying, essentially, is your entire argument is based on that one piece of kit. You're ruling out all other observations that anyone can make ever because they don't apply. And again, will you be honest enough? Yes, or all you've got to do is say yes or no. Will you be honest, honest enough to say that your entire argument there is based on that one piece of kit being done uh, That's a straw that man, because unless no, you No, no, it's not. It's a yes or no. Are you honest enough? No, the it whole is chat are listening man. now, waiting for that yes or no. I wasted my that's whole called, presentation that, dude, that's called showing a you loaded evidence, question, okay? It's, it's called a loaded... It's like so saying, for the chat, how long... That's, that's hey, conspiracy a yes. cats, how long have you stopped beat? How long have you... Since you stopped beating your wife? Have you got experience in wife beating? Do you like, understand why that? that <laughs> why would you be like... Is that something that your mind goes to? Do you understand? You're asking a loaded question. But, you said, are you honest enough to admit and then went on to say a straw man? You're not and the answer was that you were so, logically competent. Well, dude, dude, let's move on to something else, guys. Let's move on. Uh, let's move on. Wait, let me ask you no, let's let's move on. You know, hey, Kat, did, I, did I present for evidence for a flat earth in my, in my opener? Did I, did I no, present no, evidence? No, but please, let's have a look. Yeah, yeah. Did I not predict you'd say that I didn't? I just wasted half of my presentation showing you evidence you've seen where Empire State Building is supposed to be in between me and the laser. And mm. I'm, I'm showing it shine into the camera. And you're still denying that is even evidence. Right. Refraction, I mean, I refraction is a thing. You think you guys have mentioned geometric horizon and so on and refraction. I can show you right now seeing beyond a geometric horizon just using refraction. I can show I you. I showed. Right. 
this will take a few seconds if I just yeah, yeah. Uh, quickly uh, share this. Uh, is it this one? Sorry, I'm not trying to be sorry. rude to you, Mr. Sensible. You've been cordial. You sorry. What we've, got, what we've got is a ball with a tack on it. And you can see the top, uh, uh, the, the, base, the, the top of the base of the tack is perfectly in line with the geometric horizon. In the top right corner, we've got a second camera watching over the entire experiment. So you've got my phone camera, the ball with the tack on, and in the far distance on the bottom of the window ledge, you can just see a little bit of white. That's another tack with a bit of white paper. Now what happens is I introduce refraction. I introduce a lens between the ball and the camera, and we'll see it come down, and you can see uh, the tack, you can see the geometric horizon, and as I change the refraction, you can see way beyond. And in fact, you can see the white paper behind it. That, that that's an equivalent of the sun or the moon being lifted up by refraction. That is the equivalent of your black swan seeing past the towers because of refraction. I have not changed the, the position of the camera. I've not changed the settings of the camera. I've introduced refraction. It's a real thing. And that also debunks your whole black swan thing if you were going to bring that up, so don't bother. I thought I showed uh, the, your, the, your most famous experiment, the laser and sugar water. It's I didn't do that. That wasn't mine. That wasn't no, mine. No, I, it was in my opening presentation. Yes, I know. It was nothing to do with me. You said you said about me doing a laser experiment. I haven't done one. That's someone else. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I, my point is, is I showed y'all's best evidence. I'll, I'll, I'll even put this at second best. But you put a little city skyline at the back of the fish tank, and and um and put sugar in the in the fish tank in the water and let it dissolve to to pretty much mock a, a density gradient. You say the light's curving down. But with line of sight, we watched half the city disappear. With direct, flat line of sight, we watched the top come down and the bottom go up. It almost looked like the bottom of the city disappeared. So all these mountains in the background, and, and I mean, it's explained by y'all's example of how the atmosphere works. And Hang it was backed up by experts of how the sun sets. What, what it's we're all looking, explained, man. What we're looking at, the light rays travel through the atmosphere. The atmosphere is a medium. It refracts. I have just shown, because I don't think anyone would... would uh, dispute that there is a physical ball there, therefore it has a geometrical edge. We can now see further around that ball because of the refraction. That's what happens in real life. Now, someone no, in the no chat, just, someone in the chat just mentioned, oh, you've introduced a, a, a lens. Yeah, a lens uses refraction. That's so crazy. No so basically, if you just beg the question... Then no, I didn't. I just showed you, that, yeah, that yeah. you can bend light using using refraction, which is what the atmosphere does, which enables you to see further yeah. than the geometry. Yeah, you didn't use the actual you never conditions. Lost sight to that. You didn't use the Dark actual Red conditions House. of the Atmos, of course. So it's literally well, no. Not, I, unfortunately, I don't is, have a planet size a, a planet sized ball in in my office that I can use to demonstrate it. That 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 is a demonstration, and it. it no, Make sure you censor me. And then you can win the debate. Make sure you censor me. Sorry? Censor As I'm a button, make sure you censor me. What are you talking about? Do you want to hear the rebuttal now? So you didn't use actual atmospheric conditions. And secondly, all you're doing is begging the question by thinking that applies to the Earth and assuming there's a geometric horizon there. Basically, your argument is there is a curved curvature there, but we can never see it. We can only assume it's there. That's called a begging the question fallacy. That's what you're I'm, doing. I'm begging no question. Uh, well, uh, with something like the black swan uh, and uh, other see too far uh, claims by flat earthers, I, uh, I, they say it's ridiculous. How could you see beyond the curve if there is a curve? I'm just showing you with refraction, you can 
see beyond yeah. that curve. That lens is between the camera and the ball. So how can we see beyond the edge of the ball? You still have it sight. lifts you the it bends the light, the rays of light round to, to, to the camera, to your to your eyes. That is would a demonstration you, of refraction. It's not saying would you that, agree that, that, that is an exact replica of what happens on Earth. But we know there's refraction because we know that something like, is it the Chicago skyline? Yeah. Once in however often you can see Chicago across across the lake, but most um, times you can't. That's a wrong. I went would to you, that wait, very wait, Would you agree that the lens I went still to had the line very, of sight, Mr. Sensible? Would you agree that the lens still had line of sight? How can it have line of sight uh, around a curve? I, I'm asking you. You say that it did. The lens didn't have line of sight, but in two feet, we've showed you just just in a garage, a hundred feet. We have opened a garage door and showed you atmospheric uh, effects with actual atmosphere. Okay. You show okay. us a lens where the top of it has right. line of sight. Let, Sorry. Let me address that. Let me address that, James. Can I screen share, please? Yep. Thank you. By the way, I went right. to Chicago at that very place, and I asked all the locals, cool. and they said you see it three or four times a week. So why why would you Excellent. say you never so not, get, all the, not every time, not all the time? Not you said you barely ever see it. Well, you barely Austin. I've been there. I know you see it all the time. Austin, our hands up. Say I could be wrong about the frequency, but the point is you don't always see the same because the atmosphere changes. Yeah, flat Earth doesn't deny that. So cool story. So what we've got here again, bro. What we've got here, again, from the beginning of the debate, uh, am I, yeah, there we go. So we're coming up on the screen now. I said at the beginning of the debate that the evidence for you will be silly, silly uh, examples of taking things like a torch or a lens and moving it into that specific position to get the exact effect that you wanted. And this is now what you're using as your actual evidence. I parodied it at the beginning as a joke, and you're using it now. Yet Mr. Sensible, who actually made his uh, effect through the actual air without needing to put a lens of any any kind um, of, uh, you know, in between the to, sh to show his refraction, you've, you're doing the exact thing here. You're doing exactly what I said you were doing. You've taken a lens, you've put it in the exact position you want to get the effect you want. Mr. Sensible's shown the curve of the, on, on the on the ball. Sorry, when he's taken the, the lens, he's not been fiddling around with it to, to get it in the exact position he wants. He's moved it. We can see the exact refraction uh, that, that we want. Wow. You just said that he did the same thing you're accusing him of, because if you change the lens, it would change the way refraction looks. And he had to use exactly the right conditions to make it look no. like what he needed it to do. No. You literally just refuted. Yeah. Your and he, so and so he just said the it. atmosphere is a lens. <laughs> no, 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 I said the atmosphere is a lens. I said what, what I what, sorry, I haven't, finished, uh, I haven't finished all yet. This is bad. I think I got slightly ahead of myself. So let's, <laughs> let's that again, when you took your lens there in that beginning uh, example there, you took it and you maneuvered it. You maneuvered it specifically into the position that you needed to be to get that exact view that you needed. And you're using that as evidence of things disappearing bottom up. Like Mr. Sensible just did. No, Mr. Sensible didn't do anything <laughs> of the sort to show that things yes, vanished bottom up. Mr. He Sensible literally his, just did, oh, dude. I've not finished, but Mr. Sensible had his had his uh, ball out, he had his nail on the balloon, and he's taken just a lens and he's just wafted it in any old position. He's not deliberately manipulated it to get the exact view he's wanted. He's put it down and he's shown something ever so slightly different. He's shown that refraction can cause a big effect. He's shown that he can do exactly what you're doing over the other side of a ball. However, Only when it's in the perfect know, position, though, right? However, what Mr. Sensible isn't doing 
with that. Who'd have known? <laughs> However, Mr. Sensible is not doing with that. Is claiming that we can use a lens here to make things disappear from the bottom up, which is what you're doing with your lens. <laughs> that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're different. They're different things, man. Like, I don't see. How do you understand that he's literally doing the same thing? If he moves his lens, the effect changes, and he's he he does the experiment or the demonstration, not an experiment, exactly like he needs to to show the possibility of something happening. He did the same thing. So you're refuting so, your own teammate. Well, not he no, literally no, no, just no, repeated no, no. my evidence, Austin. Yeah, thanks. Crazy. So what you've done? What you've done there? Let's just let's just uh, get this right. What you've done is you've taken you've taken a picture of that skyline. You've taken a, a, a lens and you put it in position in front of that skyline and not seen what you want to see. So then you've maneuvered it specifically in position to get exactly what you want to see and said, "Oh, there you go. That that comports to what the atmosphere is." That's what you've done. But look at what Mr. Sensible is doing here. Using a magnifying glass, which okay. is literally what Brian was showing, the same effect, and you're then you're trying to how show is that, that the same ha- effect? How is that the same effect as what you showed? Did you not watch it? How is this no. the same effect? The, the magnification explains why the sun can disappear from the bottom. Is up that on nail flatter. vanishing bottom up? How can so, I hey, magnify you, is that nail vanishing bottom up? Hey, Mr. Sensible, if you move that around, uh, would it change or would it stay exactly the same? If you move the well, magnifying glass around. I'll just play that bit again. But how could I magnify something that's hidden behind the ball? How could I magnify that white piece of paper that is not in view? It's not in view. I put the lens in between. The light, is, which would have passed over the camera at the wrong angle, is now bent down. So I can see that white bit of paper right behind. I can see past the tack, which I couldn't okay. see before. Okay. That's all it's showing. I'll stop sharing so again. We- and, and also, of course, you need to show an outside angle of what you're doing with the camera because I don't trust ballers, but it doesn't matter. The point just, is that uh, it's there on screen, uh, Austin. Yeah, but uh, what caused that refraction, man? Look, look, what look, caused actually, us uh, to see on. around your ball? I believe you. It doesn't matter. Look, there, in the cool. top right corner, the whole time, uh, you can uh, it, it's filmed constantly okay. so you can see it, okay? So then you admit, uh, then you admit this doesn't... You admit that using magnification can explain phenomena on both a flat plane and a globe. How does a lens work, uh, uh, Austin? It's oh, answer refraction. my question. Answer my it's question, re- Brian. Yeah. So I'm, if it's, it's permissible it's to not... use a magnification, then it's permissible for Brian to do it as well, right? I'm not commenting on Brian's thing. I'm showing that refraction can show That's you never beyond the, uh, round the curve. Yeah. It's not the fact it's magnified, the fact it's larger. It's the fact the light rays have been bent. So yeah. now they enter the camera's lens. The different medium. It's a different medium. Snell's Law, which is refraction, which is where you get the giant change Tell me about in the Snell's light, is, law. is a different medium. Tell it's me about Snell's me- Law. Tell me about That's what. Yeah. Uh, okay, make yeah. sure you divert to the math because there's like five different ways to explain it. It doesn't okay, matter. It's a different medium. No, please tell me about Snell's Law. Snell's no, law, you just bro, want to, you know you want to divert. Law, you want to divert. Please, please tell yeah. me about Snell's Law. Address that it's a different medium, please. Well, actually, no, it can be different density gradients within the same medium. Yeah. Is that a different I medium think- in his observation, yes or no? Is what there, is in my, there is in my observation, uh, okay. Austin. Yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay, no, cool. Was, is there two different mediums in the atmosphere? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Cats, what's the density gradient over 10 miles of atmosphere on a 70-degree temperature day? What is the density gradient over 10 miles on 70 degrees? What are you talking about? What's the refractive index? What's the refractive in, uh, refractive index of ten miles of atmosphere? So, the, just explain to me what you think refractive index is. 
if you change mediums, okay, you're referring to Snell's law and trying to quiz somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's, change let's do medi- that. If we're going to change mediums, hold on. If we're going to change mediums, then um, then we're going to get refraction, right? Did so? Is is it the atmosphere doing what Mister Sensible showing, or or is it that magnifying glass? So so the que- the question was, you you brought up refractive index, and I asked you what it was, and then you diverted because you don't know answer. I asked you a question, it. So, bro. What's the refractive what, index for ten miles science. of atmosphere? So you tell me what refractive index is. All it's you do is medium. divert, dude. No, refractive index isn't a change in medium. How about water? Refractive index isn't a change in medium. Bro, you're not going to win a simpleton quiz, bro. Water has a refractive index of one, and, and, and a vacuum has a refractive Sorry, index of Sorry, water doesn't have a refractive okay, index of one. Water doesn't have a refractive index of one. Okay, what does sugar water have a refractive index of? So it, do you not stand behind it, the sugar It depends water on the concentration of the sugar. Improved refraction? It depends on the on the concentration of sugar. Okay, what do you think pound, refractive index okay. is? It's what do you think it is? It's not Snell's law. What do you think it is, bro? You can't answer. What do you think it is? You literally can't answer one question. Wait, I'm right. curious. Well, this, I'm, you I'm, think I'm, this is going to make it where you what you think refractive index is because I got it. I got to cover this. Okay, let's see if Austin can answer what he thinks. I'm going to expose you. I'm going to do so. So every single time, conspiracy cats is in a debate. He uses sophistry and at home, which is all you've seen the whole time. Now, what he's trying to do is he's come in with these little gotcha math questions where he thinks he can get someone to get math wrong. And then all of a sudden, the whole hour and a half that he was intellectually eviscerated with every single subject somehow evaporates and goes away because he's asking gotcha questions. And it doesn't. It literally doesn't. And your refractive index is nothing more than a fluctuation of a parent radius of 15%. And you call that standard refraction. You beg the question of the R value, fluctuate that R value, and then claim somehow okay. that proves that's so actual. Let's talk about what refractive index is because you've gone off on one of them. Refractive index, What's the refractive index of water, Cats? It depends on the purity of the water. You're quizzing me. What's the refractive index of water? It depends on the purity of the water. Would you like to give me a concentration of water? So you can't answer any question at all. It has. I'll tell you what I'll do, Brian. I'll give you a lesson, Brian, on refractive index. What's the refractive index? Refractive index, refractive index is a ratio of the speed of light through a medium compared to the speed of light through a vacuum. It is a ratio. So, for example, with glass, we tend to get around about 1.5, but it depends on the type of glass. It depends. If we're going to look at water, well, you know, it's going to be a little bit above one. But then again, it depends on the concentration of the solutes in the water. It's a, All refractive indexes is a ratio of the speed of light through that medium uh, compared to the speed of light through a vacuum. So when you're saying what is the refractive index over 10 miles, the reason that we're not answering and you're saying you're not answering the question you is, because you, is because your question makes no fucking sense, Brian. It's because that's what we're looking through and you can't answer that. And thank you for verifying Brian, that the your question makes no sense. Excuse me, question makes no sense. Excuse me, cats. Excuse me, cats. That was the whole point. Is if we're well, looking through 10 miles, no you can't make a prediction off Snell's law. And thanks for verifying. So what's the refractive index of a vacuum? Is it not? One. Brian, no, it's not more. It's one. Yes. Brian, what's the average speed of blue? 
Look, here's the deal, man. It's a dumb question. Can I say something now? You guys are doing everything you can to scattergun diversions and red herring fallacies because when we've had actual pointed arguments at every stage and turn of this debate, you guys have had to concede you don't know it. And if I could share my screen, I'd give you another one that you definitely can't rebut. You guys will not address the fact that I pointed out that a magnetic field has to have a block domain wall or an inertial plane in the middle of it. And of course, on a flat earth, that's the dielectric plane that we we reside on, which are our military documents showing the only way to make uh, ground weapon systems using electromagnetic propagation is to treat the earth like a dielectric plane so where's the dielectric plane or the inertial plane or block domain wall in the magnetic field on a globe the fuck are you talking about seriously what I'm saying? Get, get your thing up get your thing up and, and show what okay say that again you not know what it is so you've just said you've literally literally said because we're talking about refractive index and i'm pointing out that neither of you know what refractive index is and you've said this is some kind of trick he's going to try and pick on a lack of understanding of science just like you did with relativity you waffled about something you didn't understand you're going to waffle about something you didn't understand now and pretend that you understand it so let's wow. hear what we say let's let's hear what you're going to say but what Dude. i want you to do what i want you to do we, we haven't finished yet what i want you to do is explain you're while you're talking about this person, why this is evidence for the earth being flat if you don't incorporate into this why this, i just said why. why this is evidence for the earth to be flat well good i just said do why. It articulately go ahead and do it articulately. i already did right well no everybody missed that including everyone no in the chat. just you so do it it's again. you that's always behind Go so and do it again. I'll explain it again now I'm sharing it. So here's a block wall of a magnet. Okay. It's an inertial plane, a block domain wall. It's in every magnetic field that exists. It's a plane through the middle of a magnetic field. On a flat earth, of course, we would reside right here in the middle where the inertial plane is. Right. And we would observe the top half of the toroid, which I then went on to show you why that actually matches what we see. You see the toroid here with the black hole in the middle. Of course, the, the inertial planes do that. I showed you the magnetic flux data matches that on a flat projection. You didn't even did you even watch the actual presentation? I showed you that all the planets match that exact same projection. Can you pull on that one? Perfect on a flat earth. So if you would like to explain to me where the inertial plane is in the magnetic field on a globe, I would appreciate it. Thank you. So oh, when you Austin, say can, can you leave sorry, that, pla- that that image up there? I'll, I'll let Katz respond, but can you just leave that image up there a minute? Sure. Okay. Okay. Heads up, so what we'll we do maybe another five minutes or so of open dialogue, and then we'll give each, each person a two-minute closing or so. Does that work well for you guys? You're talking here about magnetic sure. fields, and you're throwing inertial plane, and I've mapped it against the planets, and it works. But yet again, like I said at the beginning, you have done literally, you, you've not explained there in any way, shape, or form why this works on a flat earth or is proof. Let me just wow. talk about magnetic fields for a second. Can you tell me the difference between a radial magnetic field and a uniform magnetic field? And Can how that you address the actual points that are diverging? Well, you haven't made a point. Questions. This is like Brian asking about the refractive index over 10 miles without knowing what refractive index is. Uh, here so you is. Need, so explain. Is, One sec. Here is the actual argument. There's an inertial plane in the magnetic field. It works on a flat earth because it would be the inertial plane. How does it work on a globe? Now, you want to come quiz me about different types of magnetic fields when you don't even know what comprises a magnetic field in your paradigm says it's virtual photons. Don't try me, bro. Answer the question. Why don't you just honestly answer the question for once? Say you don't know. What? Uh, which nothing that you are saying is making sense. Can you, you tell me how this is evidence for a flat earth? You're saying magnetic field 
inertian plane, answer the question. None of what you're saying is making any sense. So maybe it's your communication skills. So I'm going to give you time to break it down. I said at the very beginning of this debate, you'd try and throw in bits of science that you think were clever, but when pressed on it, yet again, you wouldn't be able to explain why it's proof of the flat earth. I just so did. If the there's time. An... No, you didn't. Just like you did with the relativity thing, all you said was uh, <laughs> matter contracting, uh, time dilation, therefore clocks don't work. <laughs> Um, and then when pressed on it, you 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 just wouldn't explain it, just like you're doing with this. So I'm going to give you the chance, but everyone in the chat is waiting for you to specifically and articulately explain why this somehow is evidence for the Earth being flat. Please okay. articulate it properly. Okay. So every magnetic field has what's called a block domain wall or an inertial plane. It's a plane of inertia that cuts through the middle of the magnets. The middle of the toroid. This exists in all magnetic fields ever. Okay. Now on a flat earth, we can look at the magnetic field we have on the earth and it works perfectly with the earth being inside the dielectric plane. And we match the magnetic flux data on the flat projection, which shows the top half of the toroid perfectly. But your model, according to Harvard, still cannot explain the magnetic field on the globe. So can you please explain? Incorrect where the inertial plane is on the globe. Right, let me show you, a, let me show you an image. Um, I mean, honestly, this is the, the biggest bunch of waffle. Well, well while Austin has his image up there, that bottom pi uh, picture, Austin, with the vertical, uh, I think I'm a bit colorblind, light blue line. So you're saying that mm -hmm. that would be where your, uh, it's t turned 90 degrees, that would be where your flat earth is. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, so that means your north is in the center and up, south is below. That yeah, doesn't so quite, I showed you, yeah, see so this that right doesn't here? quite work now, does it? No. Yeah, it literally does, actually. If there's something in the center, this would be this what's in the center. Now, you can't the explain North it. Your model, in the sky. your model can't explain it. Your model literally the North now, Pole is in the sky, is what you're saying. Yeah, North no, Pole's in the sky in the middle, and the South Pole is somewhere so below so in the lost. middle. Yeah, yeah, there's a vortex that extends all the way up mm. throughout the magnetic Brilliant. field, right? So do you see the pictures right here? Yeah. You see the top right of the ferro cell images? Now, look at the top right. Now look at the actual Earth's data over top of flat projection. You want to skate past it, but Harvard says that we do not have a working model for the magnetic. Now, so where's mm. the black inertial plane on the globe, though? Where, where is no. this on the globe? Okay. Can I just where's this on the globe? Screen and where, then? And where's oh, that sorry. same data? He's going to show a cartoon data with the magnetic field. On the globe. Answer. What's up? Where's that same data you just showed? That those lines moving. Where's that same data so we can see the pattern of that that data on a globe? It You've goes every it. which way. You can go to bobwinds.com. And you can look yeah, at why didn't you bring it the, to show us the difference? I, I don't Actually, have you haven't brought any evidence at all to no. show that the Earth is flat. Yeah. This is your yeah. I literally, I'm showing thing. it. I'm showing it, that the magnetic say, field is, data doesn't this, work on the globe. You can't this answer. Is it. your and this is it. thing? You can't answer this it. it. This is it. We're, we're two hours into the debate, and what you're doing is you're trying to show magnetic fields, claiming that the North Pole is in the sky somewhere, the South Pole is beneath it's the ground below. somewhere. You can't explain the difference between a uniform and a radial magnetic field, although you think you're some kind of expert on magnetic fields. Brian you know here, nothing about Khan, is asking questions about what is the refractive index over 10 <laughs> miles. You know, I mean, that's the same. You know, what, what happens to a banana, on a, you know, over... <laughs> you're just sophist. Over you're a just basically chanting, dude. Well, you I, I, basically let me show my screen. I've brought evidence. I've brought examples. You've brought a picture of a magnetic field. That's it. No, we actually showed mirror flashes, which require a line of sight over large bodies. Why do you guys completely refraction. ignore them? Refraction. Mirror. How do refraction answer direct line of sight requirement? Sorry, second. Direct line of sight does not get explained away with refraction. 
direct line of oh. sight requirement. So there's no refraction on a flat Earth. Is that what you're saying? Direct line. See, what I'm saying straw man fallacy. There's no. You're, that's not a straw man. If you're talking late. about direct line of sight and you, you're using it as some kind of flat Earth proof, then you have to deny that there's refraction on a flat Earth. Mirror flashes require direct line of sight, so you can't say it's refraction. Try Are you again. denying that the, 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 if the Earth was flat, refraction wouldn't exist? Straw man fallacy. No, it's not. It's exactly what I say. So again, like I predicted <laughs> at the beginning, when pressed on what you're talking about, you won't commit and you won't answer. You've got. I these didn't say there was no such thing as refraction. On, I didn't. Got I said these that's not quotes a, that you throw out, but then you can't back them up with anything. This whole everyone seen me thing, know way more about all taking, the quotes than you do, dude. You're taking some kind of weird, you know, pictures of magnetic fields that you don't understand, that you can't explain. You're saying, there you go, debunk that. Well, look, you know, I've got snotty tissue here, debunk that. This is exactly what you're doing. This so, is the magnetic data of the Earth that matches the feral cell images, and your model can't explain it today. Harvard, Stanford, Yale, all agree. Well, you haven't shown that data oh. on a globe. Yeah. Where's your papers? But it's chaotic and all over papers? the place, and they can't Where's explain your the central source. Okay, they can, yeah, I'll, I'll pull them up. You want them? Do you want yes. the papers too? Yes. So if you ever researched it, are you claiming yes, there I want you is to do it a, now. So wait, are you claiming there is a working magnetic model for the globe Earth? I'm saying when you say working model, I mean, do you mean how we how we know how the magnetic uh, field exists or how yeah, we can yeah. map how it, it on the surface? Yeah, no, we how can it map actually it works. The surface. We, yes, we know how it works. Really? How's it work at the center of the Earth? What's the source it's of the dynamo magnetism? effect? Really? Where's it at? What? what where is the dynamo effect? Mainly you in the got, liquid outer core. In the hour massive, so is there any problems with that or does it work or does it work no what there's no problems with that whatsoever unless Actually, you're going to they... unless you're going to suggest the curie effect <laughs> no, no. that's complete. that's why you move it to the outer core because of the curry point it's not why okay. we move it to the outer core it's oh not why we move God. it it's because I'm trying to help you. it's because the dynamo Dude. effect no no listen wow. here the dynamo effect now you're an requires moving charge to generate an electric field you're not going to get moving charge within a, a, a solid core but however however because just like an electromagnet, when you've got that wire wrapped around an iron nail, like we do with kids at school, the iron core then be becomes an induced magnet inside um, the magnetic field that's caused by the dynamo effect in the liquid outer core. And, and then we can map it. We sorry go to on. sum that up. I was going to say to the sum that up, PDF the in the chat is, so you can ignore the, it. The core is not magnetic. It is the movements in we the know. core. It's the movements within the core, which, as Kat said, induces magnetism. Yeah. But even that doesn't work, according to Harvard, is still off by 20% distribution. So you don't know what you're talking what? about. Well, distribution me, of the magnetic field. Explain. Distribution of the magnetic field. In what way? Explain. On the surface, all the way out to the surface. It doesn't match the surface measurements explain. by up to 20%. Explain. Okay. The actual magnetic data, the magnetic flux and density and inclination and declination data of the Earth doesn't match the model, the dynamo model. Explain. And, sustain, and sustainability you just keep of saying, a near... Explain. And sustainability explain. of a near... And sustainability of a near-perfect magnetic field doesn't work either. I'm dropping the PDF from Harvard, which will show you that they have six different models. They're trying to figure out what's the best explain one. Explain your understanding. And, and, okay. Explain. Uh, Here's the here's the explanation. Your side hasn't even come up with a model that works yet. And explain. I explained to you, and the whole audience has seen it, and you can't address it, which is there's explain. an inertia. Explain why. To, but explain you, you what this 20% is. You issues. said 20%. We're off 20%. And I've said, yeah. what 20%? You've gone, uh, the distribution. You don't understand. I didn't what say that. I said the inclination. Explain that. Inclination. Explain. You have a problem. I said now the inclination. There you go again. Baseless chanting and selfish. Another minute, and then we got to go into these two-minute closings. It's so bad. It's so bad.
inclination data, magnetic inclination, magnetic declination data, magnetic flux data, the what density about the flux. Data? The Brilliant. data doesn't match the distribution prediction of the most. Oh, my God. The most popular dynamo model does not match the actual data. And, In they, can't, way? and they can't explain the sustainability In of the magnetic field. Dude, I just Sustainability because the core is constantly moving. But you have the burden of proof to show that the Earth is flat. You have not met just, that burden in oh any God. way. That, I just explained. Let me say that one more time, it. James. Can I say it one more time? It is very simple. Magnetic fields have a plane through the middle of them, and that is where the Earth would be if it's a plane. But the globe has to have a plane through it somewhere, and you guys can't answer, and you're trying to divert okay. away. Thanks for playing. Cool. If the Earth was flat, where the hell is that magnetic field coming from? Boom. Because uh, you center, don't have right? a core. Into the closing. The center. This one coming in from... In what way? First, we had, <laughs> getting us started at the very start, Brian, a.k.a. Flatter Test, we'll let you go first, two minutes, then we'll go to Austin for two minutes, then we'll go to Mr. Sensible, and then Conspiracy Culture, and then the Q&A. Two minutes to set for you, Brian. Well, we can't hear you yet if you're speaking. Oh, he yeah. has to be asked to be unmuted. I'm, like, virtually certain I already unmuted him. Go ahead, uh, Brian. I just clicked it. Unmute. I just keep clicking it. Ask to unmute, it says, and I keep clicking it. Are you not seeing a – can you shake your head, Brian? Are you not seeing a window? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I got it. Sorry about that. No yeah, problem. I mean, Austin's, Austin's literally wearing them out by himself. And he's asked to explain, and as he explains, I got a guy in the background with some grudge just – just saying explain 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 it's like unbelievable this guy i predicted right off the bat i wasted half my presentation again showing evidences that he's seen a hundred times so apparently they're going to try and claim superman refraction going over empire state building they invoke seven over six r which basically just expands the 3959 radius by by about 18 percent and uh, if we, even when we show them black swans, or in my presentation, I had a 16.8 mile observation from seven inches. That seven over six R is a joke. What I failed to put in my introduction that I didn't have time to was a, a globe Earth uh, anti flat Earth, you could say, uh, surveyor who repeated the Alberuni test, and he was off by 20 million feet, which doesn't sound like a lot in feet, but uh, even after adding refraction, he was well off. It's like they have to invoke refraction to prove the globe. They have to use the radius to prove the radius. It's a circular argument. This whole thing is a joke. And I, I told you that after all the evidence I presented, he's still going to say, y'all didn't present any evidence. This guy is dishonest. I've never, I'm sorry, James, and I'm sorry for interrupting, but I've never debated a more dishonest person ever in my life. And that's all I got. I'm going to pass it on to Austin. He don't need me. He whooped him by himself. Go ahead, Austin. I, I didn't know. I didn't. I thought the question was directed to Brian. What was the question? Oh, it was just two minutes for your closing. Oh yeah, my bad. Uh, yeah, so basically, I'm sorry that. Just a real quick summary. We talked about motion. They couldn't rebut it, but objectively, relativity says you can't prove the Earth's moving around the sun. That was just an intellectual honesty test. If you're representing the truth and flat Earth is so stupid, you wouldn't have to constantly lie, use ad homs, use straw man fallacies, use red herring fallacies, and constantly insult, interrupt, and attack different people constantly. That doesn't make any sense. Um, and of course, I explained that mirror flashes require direct line of sight. The inertial plane of a magnetic field only happens if you have a plane. 
Well, there's many other things, of course, radio transmissions, all kinds of things. But uh, I just I think we showed pretty clearly to the audience that they were being intellectually dishonest. And anytime you have to constantly use fallacies and ad homs and from the beginning try to uh, discredit the person with personal attacks, then you're not being a genuine person when it comes to the conversation. So we'll let the audience decide. Kick it over to Mr. Sensible. Thank you. Well, as I said, uh, there's a burden of proof here. Um, you guys are claiming the earth is flat. Now, you could you always turn it around and say you don't have the burden of proof. But if I said cars don't require fuel, uh, you never a- actually see petrol or gas or diesel. You don't see the electric that goes into cars. Therefore, there is no fuel in those cars. Uh, it, it, the, the burden of proof is on me to prove that. The fact that, that um, the overwhelming evidence is that cars have a requirement for fuel that that's that's the accepted um that that's the accepted fact so the person claiming otherwise is the one who has the burden of proof the accepted fact is that the earth is an oblate spheroid uh, rotating orbiting the sun traveling through this universe you have the burden of proof and as for all your your magnetic stuff uh, austin um albert einstein said if you can't explain it simply you don't understand it well enough. And I'd like to finish off by offering you some dressing for your word salad. Thank you. Culture cats. Yeah, well, like I said at the beginning, these debates aren't serious debates. They're, they're for entertainment, you know, and I'm pretty sure we've all seen what's what's happened here. And we see this in all flat earth debates. We see people from the globe side, like Mr. Sensible has done that fantastic mage, sending his balloon up into the sky, capturing absolutely fantastic images. Um, he's talked about the, the water tanks that are adjusted for the curvature of the earth. It's been absolutely fantastic. And then, of course, what the, the flat earth proponents bring is... is you know literally nothing um again and what they will do and what they have done for the entire debate as we all expect is to try and pick holes in the globe model and try and catch people out on uh, on on different bits of science that they don't understand themselves you know we saw that with Witsit when when he was talking about uh, relativity and and Mr. Sensible asked him, well, can you explain why relativity means we can't detect the Earth going around the sun? And it all boiled down to the fact that he didn't trust an interferometer and he, he was interferometer, sorry, and he was literally throwing all the other observations out the window with it. He literally just it was based on that one small thing there. When we get to the end, when he they tried to offer some evidence for the flat Earth, it literally shows a picture of a, a magnetic field and goes, there you go. Um, the Earth must be flat. There's a paper somewhere that I, I don't know anything about and I'm not going to explain. And that's pretty much as bad as it gets. For Brian's part, you know, Brian seems like a decent guy, but when you're asking questions like, what is the refractive index over 10 miles? You may, well, may as well be asking, how fast can the colour red sprint? You know, it's just, it's not a question that makes any sense whatsoever. And it just highlights the flaws in the knowledge he's got, although he doesn't realise that yet. Hopefully he will do and he'll snap out of these flat earth delusions. Um, but it, it was entertainment and I hope you're entertained. And I know that nobody watching is any wiser about the flat earth. They've just had a good bit of entertainment, and um, that's it. I just realized I'm seriously sorry. I had your name wrong the entire time. I had conspiracy culture. I get all the names. Sorry about that. But culture cats. Yeah, well, I'm also Mr. Boldy Sensible Cat, so go figure. It's... It's Culture Cats linked in the description in addition to Mr. Sensible and Brian Flatterist Hess and Austin Witsit. So I'm sorry about that. 
seriously culture cats that i had on screen no, no I problem no problem wrong it's i tuned into your old channel today and it was like conspiracy tunes and then there's baldy <laughs> cats out there Sweet. and then there's culture cats there's so many cats and anyway we're gonna go into the q a want to remind you folks our guests are linked in the description and thank you very much for this question coming in from do appreciate it We've got a lot of them. We're going to try to move really fast. M2M says, Brian talks about honesty, but just lied off the bat. Tower model was below edge of table. Are you serious, Brian? Are you you got to stop muting, uh, yeah. um, oh, yeah, Brian. That's right. Once you mute yourself, I think now we're probably safe. Once you mute yourself. Well, that, time, that time I did mute myself. And uh, I was just enjoying watching, to be honest. But uh, sorry for making you hit the buttons like machine gun in the buttons earlier. I, I get it now. But uh, no can you repeat the end of that question? Because I'll answer it as honestly as possible. They said, Brian talks about honesty, but just lied off the bat. Tower model was below edge of the table. Are you serious, Brian? Tower model. Um, what I showed was um, was the what they claim is refraction and how it's working they use sugar water to show how light is bending toward the denser medium downwards this was what i showed was a glober experiment and them showing how refraction is supposed to work but all it did is show line of sight obstruction and lowering of the city it showed compression which is what we see in real life without earth curvature so that if i didn't answer i'm sorry but that, that's that's the way i took it this one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Earth is life, says my prediction. Witsit will make many claims and won't bring any evidence whatsoever. This one coming in. Yeah, I literally did give evidence. Like, it's just, a, it's an easy talking point to say. Like, that's all he keeps saying. And that's all they keep saying. They say they bring no evidence because it's an easy talking point, right? It's like, a, it's really a dishonest thing to do. It's kind of like, a, it's called, it's called sophistry. So that's all that is. I mean, we did. I showed you a lit, the literal magnetic data of the Earth shown on a flat projection mac, matching a ferro cell projection. We showed you mirror flashes over long distances, lasers over long distances. We then also attacked the positive claim of the convexity of the Earth and showed what's wrong with it as they presented the pre present things. But the talking point is that we could bring 100 pieces of evidence and everyone would say in the chat that are zealots, they would say, once again, first bring no evidence. It's just a talking point because they're like a cult. So, I mean, to be expected. This one coming in from... The Batman says, time for Wizit to flat smack them again. This one from uh, M2M says, Brian talks about, we got that one. David J says, Globers are just not ready for any real gravy. This one from KO Champ Fit says, Einstein died before we went to space. F the flatties. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Sean says, ask questions separate, please. One, is the moon flat? There's a reason uh, they don't bring up space in this argument. Trust me, you don't want to go there with space. With the moon, uh, uh, if I look at half of it, being honest, it looks like a, a disc kind of, man. One half of it does look like a rock out there. It looks like craters. Depends on To me, it depends on what side you're looking at, man. But uh, it, it, to me, it's, a, it's potentially plasma. I'm not going to claim I know how far something is or what it is unless I do. And, and in this case, I don't. Austin, you, you got anything to add to that? Well, we don't we don't know exactly what the moon is, so it could be magnetic holography, it could be plasma, it could be many things. It doesn't actually matter, though. Uh, you know, we just now watch an eclipse with the moon and the sun above the horizon at the same time, which debunks the globe. So that that's completely irrelevant to whether or not the Earth is a plane, like literally. 
This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Malavia says support DebateCon 2 on Saturday. James, I can't wait. Thanks for your support, Malavia. And the crowdfund, which helps us cover the venue cost, is linked in the description, folks. There's only 29 hours left, and then the crowdfund closes. So I do want to encourage you, hey, if you're going to watch those debates this Saturday, we want to say, hey, they are completely free to the public, every single one of them. If you want to help us cover the venue costs, that crowdfund link is in the description box, and we do appreciate it a lot. This one coming in from KO Champ FTT says, okay, this, some of these, we're looking for sincere questions. This one from, sorry about that. This is, some of these are, you guys, you guys got to take it easy out there. This well, be is, honest, be honest. It's the Globers. It's the it's the ballers. It's the two. anti-flat earthers. The, now, Sean had a follow-up question. They said, if the moon is flat, how do craters move from left to the middle to the right side? I'm not claiming anything's flat, but orientation changes when you move uh, like direction. You can put a six on your on your room uh, ceiling, walk on the other side, it'll turn to a nine. So it changing doesn't the changing the orientation relative to position does not debunk anything. Uh, this one from Sean says: During your laser test, how far above sea level is the laser light? How far above sea level is the camera? Um, go back and watch um, the information. It was quick, but the information's there. The observer height's there. The, um, uh, the laser height is there. It varied because I showed uh, three of them. And um, I think the lowest one was um, was one and a half feet. And I think the observer height was was about five feet. And I think that was uh, like, I think that was the 60 or the 17 mile one. I just, but the information's in there. I just sped through it in my intro, trying to get as much information as I could. And you know, we're doing something right when, when um, people watching the show, Globers watching the show are getting triggered. And it sounds like that's what's happening, man, with some of these comments you don't want to read. Oh, yeah, Brian. <laughs> well, Astro Smart says, <laughs> says, you're making them cry, cats. Then Sean says, last question. How have no prominent space people blown the whistle on this statistical impossibility? Literally yeah. two different astronauts, two different astronauts have said one said the earth is flat and one said that they didn't go to outer space. And so once that is said, you will pretend you didn't hear it. You will ignore that that happened and immediately tried to dismiss it. Think about what's going on in your mind. Two different astronauts, one from the Soviet Union, one from another place, a Polish astronaut, yeah. who was asked yeah. about the Earth. Is the Earth really a ball? When you went out there, you said, I did not expect this question, but the Earth is flat, as you as you seem to expect. And the other person said, "Any anyone that tells you that they're going to outer space is lying. Two astronauts did blow the whistle, and you still don't care. So then don't pretend that that would do something for you, because the truth is you're just trying to use a talking point that you don't actually mean. And also it would appear that when you do hear something like that, it's that significant. You instantly forget who the astronauts were uh, and you, you don't bring that evidence to a debate. So this one comes there you go. From... Hand wave dismissal. You're amazing at debating, dude. You should make a living out of it. This one comes from Sean. It's actually regarding these astronauts. It says, do the flat earthers really believe astronauts got in rockets and died, even though they knew that it was a lie, namely that the moon or the earth being round was a lie. Yeah, I guess you mean all the ones that had twins. Even if they shot, like, literally, they, they all had twins. Literally, the official story is they all had twins. So I don't know if they did die. But uh, the point is that even if someone shot a rocket up and people were in it and they blew up, does that make the Earth the ball? That's ridiculous. I think that uh, most people probably do believe in the narrative. So what's it matter? 
This one coming in from do appreciate your question. Hate stare says, Wits it, please take a quantum mechanics course. Then KO Champ Fit says, Quantum. I gotta say, quantum mechanics actually debunks the globe because it's well known that general relativity doesn't work at all on any level on quantum mechanics. It's literally debunking gravity at every single turn and showing that they have to come up with a new quantum gravity to make a grand unified theory. So quantum mechanics is like literally the globe's worst worst enemy. And, and also, can I that's just right in that? Austin's wheel? That's right in Austin's wheelhouse there. Yeah. And can I can I just add to that that you know of course when we make statements like that it's really really important not to explain why that's the case just to say it is and then not explain it so because there's actually no detection of gravitation based on the mass distribution and the bending and warping of space time encompassed within general relativity on the quantum scale thanks for playing cats for like the fiftieth this one coming in from do appreciate your question KO Champ FTT says ring laser scope invented in 1963. Einstein's death was in 1955, eight years before that. That is literally irrelevant, though, because it's the actual methodology used in the Michelson Gale Pearson, which was in 35, which is the interferometry. And of course, this effect was discovered by Sagnac, which is what ring laser gyros use. And Einstein specifically writes in depth about the Michelson Gale Pearson and the Sagnac effect, explaining actually that based on the Machian principle, it would be a translation of motion to the Earth if it was stationary. Uh, and he said, no optical experiment using interferometry could prove that the Earth is moving around the sun, even though Mr. Sensible for some reason seemed to claim that this uh, debate. But yeah, that's irrelevant. That doesn't mean anything. Let's also remember that uh, both of them conceded in this debate that the ring laser gyroscope does show, well, Brian specifically said no, that the, uh, yeah. the the ring laser shows that the Earth is rotating, which it, uh, specifically said that it does show rotation, and then just said it shows rotation, but... Uh, uh, probably isn't the Earth rotating. So let's just let's just uh, remember that. Thank it's you. It's only called a strongman fallacy. It's only karma that you're robot. It's called a strongman fallacy to say. And then he said, "But uh, uh, no, we actually said there's a vortex. As Sadnik effect literally is what is used to calibrate the ter- the technology of a ring laser gyro. He said it was a vortex. Then we took the gyro to different altitudes." at the same latitude and got a different reading, which but debunks do, the you? claim of axial rotation no, being the cause. No, no, you won't, because if you know anything about altitude, if you know anything about taking a ring laser gyro from one altitude to another, you will know that the circumference of that circle has increased. Therefore, the linear velocity it was has changed. So therefore, oh how, does that, how does that debunk anything? Wait, wait, let me, let me just make sure that you really, you think that if you take a gyro at the same latitude, to a different altitude on the globe that the degrees per hour would change. No, we weren't talking about at the set. We were talking, you, you said you took a <laughs> ring laser gyroscope then just put it somewhere else at higher, higher yeah, altitude. You didn't say the, we were at exactly the same latitude. I did say it's not that. predicted by the globe. No, model, bro. And no, but it doesn't matter. When you, you still put said it to bigger When you put it to the same latitude, when you put it to the same latitude, so you're saying that somebody's done that and then got a different amount of drift. So bro, it's easy I to say those things, but where's the evidence for that? We have the evidence. You know that, you, you know that uh, to go up and get the sun to change by one degree, you have to go up a million six hundred thousand miles. How far do you think we have to go up to get a star to change angles? I thought you knew I'm, math, I'm, bro. I'm not sure how that question is relevant. You think yeah, going up a mountain is going to change so, angles? Don't, to don't the change stars, the subject. Yeah, this thing's so exhausting me. Austin, what we're talking about? You've just made the claim. You got exposed. No, no, you've just made the claim there that somebody's taken a ring laser gyroscope and then took it up a mountain and got a different result. You, you claim that. 
You okay. just claim that if you took it at different altitudes, that there'd be a greater circumference around the earth. Therefore, you get a different degree per no, 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 no. No, you interrupted before I finished. You interrupted you before I finished. Said that but the point are. is, but the point is, the point is, you just lie. claimed, the point is you've just claimed that somebody's, somebody's done that and then got a different result. And what you're referring to is uh, Bob Nadell from Globusters, who just said that. The same Bob Nadell who just said that we're going to keep the results of the ring laser gyroscope secret because we don't want people to know. So what you've not actually done is is, is shown any of this data. If you had this data, you'd have shown all of this in the debate. You'd have brought stuff like this to the debate, but you haven't. Just like the entire debate, you've just been constantly saying things like that, but not providing any evidence for it. You admit that that if it did that, it debunked actual rotation. There's a lot of questions left. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying, then he's basically admitting that if it does show that, then it debunks axial rotation. He showed his ignorance by claiming it would change based on circumference of rotation, which is not true. It would stay the same in latitude, so whatever, you know, for usual. James, may I, just jump in with some, may I just jump in with something important? Um, I was muted. Uh, Austin, did you say earlier, uh, you were saying something about twins. Are you talking about with regard to the Challenger astronauts? Yeah, a lot of them have twins. What a coincidence. Well, we've been here tonight having a very nice chat bringing or not bringing evidence oh, and virtue so on. signal virtue signal incoming i am absolutely disgusted that you could disrespect signal. people who have risked and then in fact given their lives in the pursuit of Before science. Before you get disgusted. That is absolute, no, Brian, it's absolutely despicable. Wait, let him go. No, no, no. It's no, debunked. Brian, let him it's go. crap. Go to statistics. On, no. You need it's to go dis- to vital statistics, no, bro. No, no, Brian. Brian, please Brian. calm down, bro. Let him do Brian. his virtue signaling. It's very obvious that he's just, he's just like projecting. So please, please no, continue. I think it's absolutely so moral. Those please people project. have families, Austin. Okay. Those and twins. Those people dedicated their lives to science that yeah. they, okay. they put themselves for forward as astronauts for yes and yeah, they I'm, died I'm, for I'm science. an astronaut you're not dude. fit to I'm wipe their boots i'm an astronaut i sacrificed my life for science i'm an astronaut just to clarify if people actually died i obviously in no way would talk bad about them all i said was i don't know what happened because they all coincidentally have a twin and then no, i said don't. even if they yeah most True of them them. have twins and i said even if they died that doesn't prove that the earth is in any way a ball so thank that you for your forward. virtue signaling that's all you guys have is sophistry we can we can move on i'm an astronaut you can't come at me this bro. one harold says speak with confidence and swagger and no matter what you're saying people will believe in you evidence is not required this is exactly how cults start it's wits it's modus operandi exposed by cats wow that's crazy as he literally used sophistry and chanting the entire time and couldn't respond with substance specificity at all it seems like you're kind of projecting but, him onto me but it's all good thanks for the compliment I, that i'm but I, that I, i'm I confident think, and charismatic i asked you a question so simple ask oh, nice. a question. no question Ryan, I'm, Ryan, Ryan. I'm sorry, man. We just got so many questions. Delco says, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. says, you dodged this last time. Why do our industrial robots detect a very small pole when using large and large end effectors with very small components? It's also a polling form, digital, not from above or below. It's weird. They only detect one pole, though, ain't it? Um, and it's uniform. Throughout the the, um, the span of the Earth, from um, you know, oh, shouldn't they detect two? Shouldn't they detect two poles? Wait, time out, time out. The globe doesn't claim that gravity pulls anything, so that's weird. This is awkward. It literally doesn't claim that. So 
I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but there is a downward electric bias on the Earth. There's downward electric current, things that fall out in an agreed upon average of 9.8 meters per second squared. Luckily for cats, we didn't get to that today, but uh, that doesn't well, improve in any I mean, way. You think, your model you. doesn't claim that things yeah. pull things down to the Earth anymore. That's long outdated, so, let's, so please update. Two explanations if I, if I can respond to that. If I can just run to that very, very quickly, I mean, the, the reason we didn't get to that, and I'm, I'm glad for you, Witsit, that you didn't bring that up. If you're going to claim something <laughs> as ridiculous and stupid that things fall or gravity is some, some kind of electrostatic effect, then you've got to take into account that everything contains charged particles, protons, and electrons. Every single particle of everything contains protons and electrons. So if we're in an electric field, then the direction of the force on the electrons and protons for every single atom is going to be in opposite directions of equal force. So <sighs> why are things not levitating? Why, why do things Such a fall? Stupid question. Well, it's not a stupid question. question, but I look yeah. forward to your articular answer that you're not. Okay, I get. got you. Shut up. So, because I don't want to debate this with you right now, you're going to get destroyed though. But of course, uh, there's a downward electric bias. All matter is intrinsically electrostatic, which is 10 to the 36 power stronger than gravity even claims to be. We have a like equipotential increase on the Earth, which creates a downward current. We can actually manipulate electrostatics with the Van de Graaff generator, which I have pulled up right here, and then we can actually change the vector of an object. So the medium has electrostatic induction to the object, which can make it go up or down relative to the density and the matter, i.e., what you call mass and weight of the object, which is with the electrostatic induction. I know that you guys think you can debate me. About this i promise you can't and we would be here okay. forever so we can move on everything's I'll just, I'll, no, we'll until on. you can prove the bending and warping of space that, time then, we'll then your opinion doesn't and matter we'll i want to you to notice i want everybody to notice what happened there because i specifically oh, spoke about God. all particles Such having let me explain it to the layman let me explain for your contribution thanks brian for your amazing contribution we're all learning a lot thank you so don't project to the layman i specifically said I specifically said before that that you wouldn't address it. The fact that everything is made of particles with charged part, uh, protons and electrons, positive and negative charges. We all know that positive and negative charges experience forces in different directions in an electric field. <laughs> so it's all right for you. To, I mean, you can laugh at that if, you, yeah, if you're if your intellectual level is so low that you don't realize. Ryan, stop, please. So what we're essentially saying is if you're going to tell me that, that there's this electric field and the earth does have an electric oh. field, but if you're going to tell me that's responsible for things falling, then you have to explain why protons and electrons are both falling in the same direction when they should be experiencing forces in opposite directions. You didn't explain so that dumb. because you can't explain that and you won't explain it now. Yeah, all molecular and intermolecular attractive forces, attractive forces, all molecular and intermolecular attractive forces are electrostatic in nature and that's 10 to 36 power stronger than gravity okay. even claims so to be. So we're not explaining that. We're not explaining that. We'll move on, James. He's not anything. explaining that. Wait, wait, we wait, can wait move stop on. interrupting it's me, It's not a problem. It's not a problem. You, dude, you, you're only not way you can debate me is to censor me. Can it. I say my last sentence, please? Okay. Protons and electrons. Please stop interrupting me, I'll move on. I'll move on. Okay, just to finish, what I'm saying is the difference is we can manipulate that independent variable like in a scientific experiment and show that things go up or down and causes vectors. But we can't manipulate the bending and warping of space-time at all. We can only reify. It's never been proven. It can only be assumed, and everything's electric and stronger than gravity claims to be. Thank you. Well, real, quick, real quick, real quick, James. Real quick, all I was no, going to say is this. No, It's to the layman. No, Brian, <laughs> okay, this, we've been spending so much time on this. Well, okay. Flamios' flat earth team, do you have a piece of the firmament to present to us to prove we, <laughs> we couldn't possibly go into space? We can't get up high enough to get a piece. <laughs> yeah, the only way that you can have equipotential increase of a, like electrical potential lines on the earth, like we have 100 volts per meter, is to have two Gaussian surfaces, one below, one above, and of course, necessary antecedent gas pressure is containment. I've never heard a baller ever explain how we have the equipotential increase without two Gaussian surfaces. We don't have to go up there and touch it to know that that's a requirement in physics. 
Well, you've claimed there's another surface up there. That's that's a positive claim. Burden of proof. Evidence it, please. Yeah. Oh, we can claim well, that space is a vacuum channel. and not prove it. Thank you. Gotcha. And you can claim a light years. space. You claim the star was 4.2 light years away. Yeah. You no, proved no, that. Measured. Super curved <laughs> yeah, at yeah. ground level two, but that's none of my business. Super curved at ground level? Is that what it says? Yes. Wow, that's crazy. That's nice. just objectively not true. This Constantly one. fluctuates. Yeah. Yeah, we shoot lasers over it. We the military says that they treat it as if it's flat for electromagnetic propagation. So that's just objectively yeah. wrong. Green, we're here because we measured it and it wasn't there. Green bastard Sorry. says, "Funny how the quote unquote science deniers are far more scientific than the evangelical science worshippers. Actual science, a method versus scientism, a cult." Can I respond to that then? Uh, I think what we've we've got there is it's okay to say scientism is you know a, a cult and blah 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 blah. Um, but what we've seen tonight is specifically the op- the, the opposite. We've seen Mr. Sensible show the the mage, uh, which clearly shows clearly shows curvature of the Earth against that taut string. And we've had two people that just had to say, well, maybe there must be just the perfect amount of distortion to make that happen. We've had two people admit that the the ring laser gyroscope shows rotation of the Earth, but then those same two people have just said well there must be because i've got a predetermined conclusion there must be some other reason for it other than other than uh, rotation of the earth and then we have somebody who's claiming that electrostatics are the reason things fall to the ground yet when pressed on it they can't explain why protons and electrons are not ripped apart in opposite directions and he's laughing about it now because he knows he can't explain it if i ask you nicely will you stop lying bro yeah what, what like if i, I just lie what if I just no, all I'm saying, I'm just keep it real concise, dude. It's a so the attractive force is relative to distance, and so these uh, alleged reified particles actually are obviously way closer, so they're being attracted. There's a weak downward electric flow on the Earth. If you don't know that Coulomb's law is relative right. to distance, I'm sorry, you don't understand things. So, so if you don't understand that positive charges repel other positive charges and negative charges repel other negative charges, and negative charges repel other negative charges, then opposite charges attract. Then you're education level when it comes to electrostatics is below preschool. Strawman fallacy. Straw man fallacy. No, you just claimed that protons and electrons are going to Everyone knows you've been intellectually eviscerated. We can move on. Thank you. You've just claimed that protons and electrons are going to be pulled in the same direction. I did not. I did not. Try again. Don't watch it back. Exactly what you claimed. Halfway crook says time travelers are real. Cats proved it. I want cats to ask one question they have to answer, please. Okay, so here's the question. It's to you, Winston. The question is this. In an electric field, do electrons and protons, which are oppositely charged, do they move in opposite directions? That's the question. Yes or no? Yes, if we assume. There we go. We can end it now. Thank you. And you still don't understand how you still got destroyed because intermolecular and molecular attractive answers. forces are Thank electrostatic you, in nature and relative much. to Goodbye. distance Thank and they're stronger. You. You'll Thank get you. it. You'll get well it one day. All right, we we'll see the answer to the question, so people bro. People can hear each other. We do have to give them a chance to respond, uh, cats. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it one day, man. It's that all molecular and intermolecular attractive forces are electrostatic in nature. And yeah, the attractive force of positive and negative, which is a replication, but charging and discharging, whatever. Yeah, they attract and never said they didn't. That's what holds the matter together. The overall matter has a density and a weight relative to the electrostatic induction from the medium, which has a downward current. Thanks for playing. This numbskull thinks that matter should rip apart because of a, a change. Yeah. We can literally show you with a, a reversal in the field. 
things losing weight going up. Show us that happening with space time and an experiment, That's what a please. spark is, Brian. When you get a spark, that is no literally the atoms ripping apart. That is the electrons being pulled away from the, the rest of the atom because the positive nucleus has been pulled in one direction and the negative Citation, electrons please. pulled oh, wow. in the other. Wait. Fucking a year seven science book. For can I ask you one? Years. You have not wait, wait, studied Brian, 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 and if I use a Van de Graaff generator to make something float, what you're claiming is that if I did that to make it float, then the matter would explode. That's no, your what claim. I'm saying is so because I understand how a Van de Graaff works. stupid? I don't remember. Because I understand how a Van de Graaff works, and I'm not a preschool level, I can tell you when you put those little fishing rods to make those things bounce around and look like they're floating, what happens is as a belt rubs against the dome, there's a transfer of electrons to the belt, making the dome positively charged. The electrons from that little fishing rod you put on the dome are also drawn into the earth, making that positively charged. So just like I've said, those two same charges repel, which gives it the appearance of floating. But if Why you doesn't it out of your league, bro, you're out of your league. Let James ask next question. You're out of your league. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm teaching you something, Brian. Please stay ignorant. <laughs> According to you, the matter would explode in the Van der Graaff generator. It's so this stupid. So we can move on. Tim Pryor says, "Okay, no new drinking game. Everybody take a shot when Witsit misuses a fallacy." This one from used them all properly. Halfway crook says, "Theo Mega Wordy says propagation angle and location in frame not equal." As for them, I'm guessing I don't know. Yeah. What was that again, um, James? It's a propagation angle and location in frame not equal. The way light I'm propagates. Not really Yo. sure what is. Is he talking about that business about um, uh, the, the mage image, where, where no. Austin was saying that the distance uh, made a difference? Um, He's talking about your little experiment, bro, with your uh, with your ball. Could you read it one more time, please, James? That's with your ball, that experiment you showed with the magnifying glass. James, all right. They, I, that's they, all they put was that. That's uh, all I have. Propagation angle and location and frame not equal. I'm not really sure what, what he's referring to give, then. Maybe they'll come back to it. Nominal says CC has been read D with a, so instead of with a C, redarted. What does that mean? Some uh, there's a there's a NASA program that they sent out and they hit the asteroid. They called it Dart, right? NASA, go NASA! Just kidding. Obviously, they're incredibly crappy. They suck. But anyway, Jaron started a joke that if you believe that cartoon and you think there's no way it could be faked and you believe it, then you've been darted. And if you believe when they claim they did it again, then you've been then you're redarted. So pretty funny. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Astro Smart says the Earth and strings are flat while the Earth is near the ground. The curvature is only visible near the highest point. So Witsit doesn't get it. That's crazy that it constantly, that's the reason it constantly fluctuates up and down, up and up and down. That's weird. It's dangling from a balloon. It's swinging like this. So what what? you have to do is wait until the shot has it, has the horizon across the, the center of the frame where it, where you don't get distortion. Why didn't you take a picture of it in the center of frame then? I did. No, you didn't. That, Everyone saw it. Everyone saw it wasn't in the center of frame. It, literally, it literally was between, you, you literally the, bet money. between you literally the two bet. strings. These are the two strings, center Look, of the frame. We're talking about the center, the center of the frame of the, frame. the camera, bro. Yeah, exactly. And any angle of the camera is going to change it. And the distance to what you're observing, the angle gets different with distance. And you guys want to keep on whistling past that. And, and, and it's that's why you say, oh, forget the camera. Forget the camera. 
It's going to change it to that the perfect amount so the strings are straight and the horizon looks It's straight. not the perfect amount. It didn't even match the prediction. It didn't even match the prediction. Austin, the strings were one third from the top, one third from the bottom. The horizon was between the two. What happened to the In the distance, what happened to the seven and a half degree drop? It wasn't in the pointing towards it, Brian. Unlike us, it doesn't have an eyeball that swivels. So we're reliant on the swing placing the horizon in the center of view between the two strings. You and I have eyeballs. We would look down however many degrees. Mage being a static camera can't. It's relying on the swing. So you have to take a shot where the horizon is across the middle, which is what I did. And that's the fairest place because there is no distortion, either increasing or decreasing curve. And in fact, uh, on the full Mage video, which I would recommend people go and have a look, I've got a Mage playlist. I've got a second uh, one where I take the horizon in the bottom portion where any distortion would actually make it look flatter. And there's still a slight positive curve. Did you do your second experiment? Sorry, James, but quick. Did you do your second uh, mage yet? That is mage. That was mage two. Mage one, I showed it failed. It went up five and a half kilometers, and there was a, a an equipment failure. The balloon basically had a, a pinhole leak. Uh, but I was honest enough to show that video. It's still up. Uh, that was mage two, and I'm looking at and uh, currently in design for mage three. Where, where we're actually looking at trying to be able to determine horizon drop. This one coming in from that's what I'm, that's your what question. KO Champ FTT says, I'm a glober, but the globes are just being rude. Ooh. The Omega Wordy says, Brian, stop being a blue falcon. What is that? Some sort of sexual <laughs> innuendo? No, I don't. I hope not, man. But I'm thinking of the Blue Horizon shot, man. Uh, real quick, everything to me, the mage is a, is a circle of sight. It's a circle of sight. So if you were to scroll to the right, it's not going to keep dropping down. It's going to you're going to have another same view, and the Earth would have to be a flower or a McDonald's sign for that to be Earth curvature. Like he just said with Mage Three, I want to see drop in the distance because you didn't have zero degrees of drop straight away. And you required seven to seven and a half uh, predicted by the globe model. Right. If it's dangling and swinging, how can you tell what the horizon drop is, Brian? But you still should at least show the picture center frame. I understand the strings and where they were, but yeah, I'll give you that. I'll concede that. This one coming in from Tim Pryor has a double header, says also a shot for every time they dodge given any flat earth evidence when asked for it. And Witsit really needs to learn what an ad hom is. Never mind, he's been told the difference. He'll never learn. Yeah, whenever you don't provide actual substantive arguments relative to the other argument or subject, you just bring in personal attacks and insults as your argument, which is all that Kat said the whole time. It's called an ad hom. He did that constantly. So there, there you go. I mean, the truth is that every single time that I pointed something out and backed them into a corner, they didn't answer. I don't remember what the first part of it was, but oh, take Let a drink every time part. what? Take a drink every time. What? Let me answer the first part. The first part was this. The evidence no. I, he showed from seven inches, seven inches above the ground, a horizon 16.8 miles. That means the Earth has to have a radius bigger than Jupiter's. And they just dodge it. They just, just whistle past the graveyard, just hand wave dismissal. It's really oh, yeah, can, can I quickly respond to that? Can we, well? we can, 
Um, I don't think it's an ad hom when somebody says something like relativity says the earth can't move around the sun. And then when asked to explain. He didn't say why, that. It's a straw man. And then and, or, uh, relativity says we, we can't uh, observe the earth moving around the sun. And then when asked to explain why, they literally just say uh, something to do with matter contracting and clocks. And being asked over and over <laughs> again when they can't explain why. And then for me to say to them, you can't explain your own point. That's not an just make sure that is an observation. <laughs> Brian, 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 you can't do Brian that. you're doing a great job. Thank you. That, <laughs> is, that is not an ad hom. That is an observation of what's happened. When you say um, that the, uh, the, the ring, uh, ring laser gyroscope does detect rotation, and then you say, but it's not rotation of the earth, it's something else. And I bring that up and say, that's, that's a bit silly. That's not an ad hom. That is literally an observation of what you said. When you say that, okay, this is this is my question. You've monologued long enough. Yeah, no, not oh really. When I when, uh, ten more seconds. When you say that electrostatic forces are responsible for things falling, but I say to you, well, how do you explain protons and electrons traveling in opposite directions in an electric field? And you dodge the question. Me picking that up isn't a straw man. It's an observation. So okay. So, so what you just did right there were all straw man fallacies. So I didn't say that you only ad homie, you also straw man me. And then I had to correct you again. You've been corrected four times and you claim I say that it proves that the earth can't be spinning. I've corrected you four times and you repeat that straw man every single time. I've corrected you on every single thing that you've said right then. And protons you've and every, electrons. You're not allowed to respond anymore. It's my closing remark to the question. Okay. So the point is that I said that you started your whole thing with ad homes. You did. Everything else you did was red herring fallacies, straw man fallacies, virtue signaling, baseless chanting, and nonsense. Everyone can see that it was all sober street the whole time and let the audience decide things. And when you say cool, it was your but question, you didn't it address my evidence. It was a yeah, Make sure you guys get the last word in anyway. I don't care, James. You can cool. I would say them. we do. I just want to give Austin the last word because it was directed at him. So if he gets an objection where, he, you know, they tell him, like, you're an idiot and blah, blah, blah. And then we give you guys the last <laughs> word. It's like, kind of like they're gang, It's kind of like ganging up on him. So I want to give him the last word, at least for the ones that are directed at him. Yeah. Yeah. Zandile, so everyone can look at my fallacy accusations and count them. Sandile Zulu says Coriolis, Coriolis effect apply to a bullet but not a plane? Yes. This one coming in from. Well, go ahead. <laughs> well, I'd say yes, it applies. It's noticed with a bullet rather than a plane. Plane is powered so, uh, and it's also being buffeted by the wind because it's not that fast. And so you're constantly making corrections, like driving along a, a straight road, a straight freeway, your steering wheel, you're still going to be putting little inputs into the steering. Those inputs that an aircraft make are greater than the Coriolis effect. And also aircraft will be heading from waypoint to waypoint. If they're off course, they'll adjust. So they're always pointing towards the, the course. So basically Coriolis is there, but in an aircraft, you won't notice it. Uh, a bullet is a ballistic object. It doesn't steer. And so Coriolis can be noticed. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Tim Pryor says, I want, I think this means I went to Antarctica in college. I witnessed the 24-hour sun. You can literally book trips there. Have to lie to flurf. No, you didn't see the 24-hour sun. You may have saw 24-hour sunlight. I literally am about to have someone on my show that used to work for NASA and was stationed there for those six months where you're supposed around the time you're supposed to be able to see the sun. And he said, you only see sunlight. You don't see the sun, which can be explained with coffee cup, caustic, and many other things. You made that up. And of course, you can't privately and freely explore past the 60th South Latitude. You guys are the ones that lie and claim that we say you can't go at all so you can run this other narrative because all the globe has are scripts that they regurgitate that are dishonest. 
Well, I showed you tonight that you were lying about that. Anybody can go to Antarctica. I showed you the, the article from the treaty. Oh my I showed God, you the just did it from the, the government's deaf? website. So, and I said, you, you, you've had it pointed out before. I've now uh, definitely evidenced it. You can't use that argument again. Mm. It's mm. give you a quick response. Now, What's it? Yeah, so he literally just did the very thing I said, which is I claim you can't privately and freely explore it, right? You have to give three months advance notice from the U.S. You have to give them your route. They have to approve it. And he responded with, I just disproved and proved you were lying about not being able to go there. I didn't say you couldn't go there. I said you can't freely and privately go there, which just shows my point again. All the globe has is a script of lies. Thank you. Lifts, apply, Earth and go. is life, says Dallas to South Korea, 14 hours and 10 minutes. Johannesburg to Sydney, 14 hours and 13 minutes. How do these two flight paths take roughly the same time, but on flat Earth are vastly different distances? Tell them to look at the ISS logo, and that explains it. Their main argument is Sydney to Santiago. And I was looking close at the AE map and thought that ISS logo because it's 200 years more recent. And I thought that uh, that it was the same thing. But I look closer, and Australia is significantly closer. And, and Africa literally bends toward uh, toward what you call, toward uh, South America. It explains all that stuff fine. And even if it didn't, okay. they have uh, faster planes down there. That's all it would take, or jet streams. There's so it's a desperate. But a uh, shot the b-ball. He, uh, okay. he comes to uh, he comes to Earth Awakenings Discord and challenges quite often. Can I just add? Can I just add to that? The question uh, wasn't about the flight path that you just said, Sydney to San Diego, or the other way around. It was. It was about two other flight paths. Um, so you can't well, change they? the question. Uh, I can't, I can't remember. It certainly wasn't that. Sydney to San Diago. Uh, you so you've changed the question Johannes to a flight Burke, path you Burke. know. So I haven't finished yet, Brian. You've changed the question um, to a, a flight path you know, and then you've said, "Well, look at the ISS," and then you've still not been able to answer it. You've just said, "Oh, they must have faster planes, or it's a jet stream, or something." And this is, again, why people laugh at flat earth and the flat earth evidence that's brought, because it's all, oh, it must be some reason. You know, it must, right, be, me... must be some reason why the ring laser gyroscope shows rotation, which you admitted. It must be oh some reason. God, must be no. some reason why the planes take, take longer. Give up, bro. You know? Give up. Okay, okay. Let's give okay. off some chance. And then you just showed you, you stop bringing up the gyro. You showed the whole entire audience you don't even know the globe model and that it would stay the same with different altitudes. Okay, please stop bringing it up. Secondly, we would have to look at the specific flights you're talking about. Every time that we do, we don't run away from any of them. I have an entire stream on them. We cover all of them. And yes, there are jet streams. And yes, it takes longer in one direction than the other. Admittedly, up to three to four hours longer, etc. Would be happy to look at the specifics every time we do. We debunk the claim it's impossible on a flat Earth. So you can say we run away from it, but we don't. And actually, what everyone laughs that is grown men that say flat earth is stupid and easily disproven but obsessively stalk it and the people that push it thank you this one coming in from do appreciate your question mr baldy sensible cats says i think the bald guys won this then tim Pryor says so Winston, <laughs> you admit yeah, people agree. can go there which means anybody can witness the 24-hour sun but you still deny it way to debunk yourself again so we, if it would be thousands of videos of this, there's only a couple and they are provably fake. You can literally prove they're fake and the ballers will not admit that they're fake, which goes to show you that's kind of weird why you got to lie. You can literally prove that they're fake and they will not admit that they're fake. And again, I know someone that was stationed there for NASA who says he was there for six months and never saw the sun in the sky for 24 hours. You can see sunlight and that can be explained with Cuffy Cop Caustic Thank you. 
Can I just can I, can I just that? add to that? Sorry, yeah. um, oh. we are we are admitting that we get twenty four hours sunlight in the Antarctic, as well as admitting that the Earth rotates. Thank you. Well, and, no, I'm going to respond. You guys don't that. realize that when you lie at the end and it's a question directed at us, I get to respond and expose. You haven't put that together yet. No Austin. one claimed that the Earth is rotating. We detect Ryan sidereal did. rotation. We detect sidereal rotation, but you're claiming it's axial rotation, which can be dunked or debunked, keeping the same latitude, but changing different altitudes. 24-hour sunlight can be easily explained on a flat Earth with coffee cup caustic. It's a 24-hour sunlight that you see the sun itself that has never actually been proven. It's just to claim you guys regurgitate things. So it can be easily explained, but... Hold on, hold on, on. go to to Antarctica.gov and go to any... There's plenty of 24-hour cameras in Antarctica and just watch them from the government. There's several of them. Show me a 24-hour sun from a camera that's there right now as we speak. Funny, we can't find that. We'd have to wait 24 hours, wouldn't you? It's funny. That we can't yeah, have to sit here for 24 hours. It doesn't exist. Bro, you're way late from this debate. You're like two years behind, bro. Bob yeah, it doesn't mushed exist. the ring laser gyro. We've mushed the 24-hour Antarctic sun. You're behind by two years, bro. If only I had your expertise, Brian, eh? Yeah, maybe so. Because you've proven intellectual ineptitude this whole What's time. What's the refractive index? You don't get the last line. word. You keep trying to sneak it in. Intellectual ineptitude being projected 1. doesn't 0. make it at the ball. We can move on. This one coming in from Do Appreciate Your Question. Dave Hinkle says, Glober or globe believers, please provide a demonstration of measured Earth curvature over a body of water at least 10 miles, clearly showing the approximate 66-foot drop. Well, I showed, I showed evidence of curvature in water with the tow tanks. That was over 138 uh, metres, uh, and it was a, a curve, a sagitta of 0.6 mil. You can see Earth curvature as you see ships disappear over the horizon. Now, I've seen videos where people zoom back in and show the ship, but you can also see horizon behind it. They haven't passed the horizon. Once they've passed the horizon, you can't zoom it back. Just like the sun, uh, where where the sun is setting and you can see if it's a really clear day, you can see half the sun. The bottom half, where's that gone? It's gone beyond the curve. You ever filmed a sunset? Sorry, go ahead. Tim Pryor says... I'm going to read a couple of these in a row. I predict Witsit will that well then this question again, like he's been doing through the whole debate. Any flat earth evidence, any measurements of flatness, everybody take a shot. If he dodges around the question and another lie, we do not say illusion. We say show to math, which says I can't happen on a globe. Another lie. Yeah, some incoherent dribble there, but yeah, all planar survey, which is the base data used for even the geodetic surveying, which of course just assumes the globe. It comes from plane survey data. All data ever taken assumes a horizontal plane to perpendicular or perpendicular to the uh, vertical plumb that's established in the beginning. Again, we have long distance mirror flashes. Refraction cannot explain it as it is requiring line of sight. We have long distance laser measurements. Of course, the government also uses long distance uh, electromagnetic propagation, assuming a dielectric plane. And there's much more evidence. These are all positive pieces of evidence showing the planar nature of the earth. You simply reiterating that we don't give you evidence by ignoring the evidence doesn't make it true. It doesn't make us dumb. It doesn't make the earth evolve. Thank you. And of course, in the real world, uh, people use celestial navigation based on a globe to actually get from A to B, rather than just saying there is no curvature. We've never proven curvature yeah. without showing any of the details. In the real world, uh, geo- uh, 
uh, GZIC surveyors do it all the time. And then we use celestial navigation based on the Earth being a globe to get hmm. from A to B, which is how uh, you, you know the world functions. I get the yeah, response. I showed you so. Google Earth, didn't I? I, Wait, you, I get the response. Going to Sudan. Let's give it to Austin. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so this is the problem with what you're saying. First of all, what you see is this optical declination in the sky, and you automatically take it out of the sky and assume it's actually the Earth itself that's curving with celestial navigation. And literally, admittedly, you have to use a geocentric center position to even do that, and then you apply the optical declination to the to the floor itself. So that's all that there is to that. It's pretty simple. And then whatever else you said is easily easily explained, which I don't remember what it was. It doesn't matter. So. So literally with celestial navigation, you require parallel rays of light hitting a sphere and the angle of, of the source of that light, that star, uh, the, the, the angle uh, it is off of your zenith uh, indicates how far around the curve you've got. The, you, the, so the nautical miles are, are, minutes of, are minutes of arc around a curve you just if repeated what i said you reify the optical declination apply it to the convexity of terra firma then assume it is in fact the cause of the optical declination you then respond by explaining to us how you do the reification of convexity with optical declination thank you every time you respond i get to i get to end it so you know q and a q and a to me is the worst because you guys can't lie to end it and drown Earth it out in soap life history. Says Witsit, if you were only allowed to travel one place in Antarctica, would people still be able to film the 24 hour sun? You guys keep bringing up the 24 hour sun, but actually, that doesn't happen. It's only sunlight, which can easily be explained on a flat Earth. And if it was so easily proven that the sun is visible for 24 hours, you would just have tons of videos of it. It would be very easy to see it. That doesn't exist. And why would they be faking them? Want to finish. Folks, we can't take any more questions. We've got so many. we got to get these guys out of here as quick as we can. <laughs> Ryan says, Ranulf Fienes and a crew independently circumnavigated the globe, which included crossing Antarctica in its entirety. We call that, that objectively the dogleg route. They, yeah, admittedly they... Went, they admittedly dogleg around Antarctica. It's never They've never went straight over Antarctica. They could change us all with one simple flight, but they just won't do it. One more orbit. Is a uh, dog leg orbit. That's what we call them. You know, why do they have to lie and say it went right over Antarctica and circumnavigated when it literally didn't do that? It went over like a little edge and kept going up north. Why? Why lie? That's weird. It makes no sense to have to lie. I'm just saying. This one from Chris Foster says almost 2023 and still not a single workable model from the flat Earth believers. Move on. There's better ways to get views and feel edgy. There literally a isn't a working model from the globe, from the core all the way out, from the magnetic field, from gravity, from the quantum to the cosmological scale. There is literally not a working globe model, admittedly so. The irony of that statement is overwhelming. Of course, models there are not reality. There is a working. There's a magnetic working. If you want to see a flat Earth model real quick, go to Steve, just S-T-E-V-E, and scroll down about 20 charts. You'll see magnetic flat Earth. It's terabytes of information. It's exactly... Uh, Austin kind of elaborated on it with the with the orbits of the planets, and there it's terabytes of data, and it's yeah. a working flat Earth model. Yeah. Completely I'd like to working. To I'd like to add to that. And there's there's absolutely no uh, flat Earth model. I know you're going to get your uh, your your right to reply, which it, and you'll say yes, there is. Um, but you know, tonight you've literally provided no evidence of a flat Earth. There's no flat Earth model that explains sunsets, sunrises, eclipses, the weathers, the difference in the um, anticlockwise and clockwise rotation of storms in the northern summer hemisphere. There's no uh, flat Earth model that, that explains boats disappearing bottom up over the horizon or the celestial oh. uh, star trails from the, in the opposite so have direction. Have you seen the, the model that I just said? Oh, have you seen it, Pat? There's, 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 
Thanks, Brian. So there is absolutely no model. And and it's okay, again, you saying, well, it's it's over there somewhere, but failing to bring that evidence to the debate. If you had a working flat earth model, you could have brought it to the debate and provided flat earth evidence. Um, well, we all missed it, Brian. Just go ahead. Come on, come on. <laughs> anyway, did you go, did you see that model? Because I brought it in my opener against Mr. Sensible yeah. on this F- very Funny channel, enough, we all, we all missed it. Did you see expl- that model? Let me no, explain what it is, Brian. Did, Brian. We all missed it. So they used they took a, a year of they took a year of longitudinal mag, uh, magnetic uh, or the sun's azimuth and incl- or inclination or declination readings and they actually projected it out with terabytes of data showing exactly how it works on a flat earth that is literally irrefutable. You, Mister Sensible, you and Baldy Cats will never cover it and refute it. 100% never will. Secondly, what I said to you was, it's ironic you keep talking about a flat earth model. I do have a flat earth model. She's pregnant and beautiful. That She's my wife. I don't need a model of the <laughs> earth because models are not reality. Fourth, I explained to you, you don't have a working model. You admittedly don't have a working model from the core all the way up. And every time you pick a model, it gets debunked. You don't have a model of gravity. It doesn't work on the quantum or cosmological scale. And you guys don't have a working model. And so, so I explained all of it. You guys understand it. Please stop repeating the same talking points. It's really old and lame. Theo Megawardy says the principle of the Lorentz contradiction carries forward to all and every kit that came after the first kit. It's needed to maintain relativity. Things contraction. Yeah, Lorentz contraction. Austin, you got that? No, that's the question to them. He's saying. Yeah, he's, that's for he's, them. Yeah, that's for them. Yeah, he's, the, what was what was in. Uh, the point of that part of the debate wasn't the fact that Lorenz contraction was part of the debate. It was the fact that what Austin was doing was saying that relativity, um, and listen, uh, Austin, because I'm going to say it exactly as you said it this time, uh, relativity, he says, makes it impossible for us to observe the Earth moving around the sun. But he's basing those observations based purely on a certain type of instrument, on interferometry. What he's doing when he says that is ignoring any other type of observation. That's like me saying a screwdriver can't be used to prove that my my car is on my drive, Right. Just ignoring all the other observations like a, a camera and my eyes a bit like that's how low level functioning that argument was and austin oh still not got the honesty to Dude. say yes actually, after that's after so really quick, once again, what the what the oh, super chat saying is that it's actually it was applied. Lorentz contraction is applied to everything from that point forward that has any matter that you physically try to measure or any type of clocks. This is objective catch up. Let's no, no, the last that's word the, and then we got to go to the next one. Ridiculous. What do you got? Cats are sensible. No integrity. Okay, so so again, the uh, point he was making was about the interferometry. That's the point he was making because that's where it becomes relevant, right? Lorentz contraction becomes relevant when we're doing interferometry. It doesn't become relevant really when we're, we're making any other kind of observation. So yet again, oh the dishonesty is seeping out of you. The dishonesty <laughs> is seeping. You are claiming. Dude, do you have any integrity at all? all right, Brian, Brian, don't do that. You can't be screaming like that. Well, well, well done, Brian. That was awesome. Okay, thanks for your contribution. It was very valuable. But what's it? What we're what you're saying is that the Lorentz contraction and the interferometry. You seem to apply. That's the only way that we can show that the Earth is moving around the Sun, and you're ignoring every single other type of observation. And you're always going to go back to that yeah. uh, Lorentz contraction because you know that other observations can be used, but you don't want to show those other observations. Yeah, that's the flat. Earth dishonesty in all right we get it you don't get it you don't understand it okay. gotta go to the next one this one from tim Pryor has got a two-parter says <laughs> hold on wait wasn't the laser invented in the 1950s is he saying the the mickelson morley experiment used a laser please show the oil rigs where the cranes are not bendy and the other is halfway blocked 
That was perfect. Use the silver mirror. So, yeah, you mirror. silver mirror looking at light, but yeah, so it's interferometry. And unfortunately for him, what it is, it, the Lorentz contraction applies to everything on the earth that you try to use to measure anything. If it's in motion, which it is on the earth, moving around the sun, everything on the earth physically contracts. If it's comprised of matter and in space and all time contracts in motion around the earth, this is objective. And, and uh, yeah, and there was interferometry invented by Mickelson Morley. I mean, by uh, Albert Mickelson. That's what it takes to keep the sun stationary and the earth revolving around it is this constant thorn in their side that they don't like to address yeah thanks brian that's great understanding which say what i'm going to say like again you're going back to interferometry and ignoring all other observations if you keep going back to interferometry just could be just because lorenz contraction relativity is a thing for you just to keep saying well that affects interferometry you know things that use interferometry that is uh, that's so strong and so totally i just said it affects everything in the chance to respond Oh, it's just so exhausting. You just boldly strawman me. It's crazy how no, much you can no, lie. No, it's your arguments are weak. Your arguments are that we can ignore all other observations, right? Pretend they don't exist and then say that relativity says we can't observe the Earth going around the sun because interferometers have Lorenz contraction. That's what you're saying. You're ignoring everything else. And yet, are you, you denying you, that? You are going, Stop. Brian, thank you for your contribution. You, you, honestly, mate, I'm learning a lot from you. But Really, what's it? That's what you're saying. You're ignoring everything else and just saying, "Well, it's interferometer." Like me saying, "This this computer mouse doesn't prove my car's on my drive." Okay, therefore, therefore, my car's <laughs> on my drive. Okay, well, so Brian, again, you're doing a great job. Keep it up, buddy. Oh my god, dude! Just to, I'm going to try to keep it concise because this is making the Q and A take forever, dude. Okay, actually, Lorentz contraction, according to relativity, is applied to everything in the world that has matter. This is objective. Any clock you use to measure time relative to the positioning of the clock in the motion of the earth is affected by time dilation. Everything used to measure any attempt to measure the movement of the earth. Is affected. What, you, what you're basically Forward. saying is we can't measure the movement of anything because that would apply on Earth as well. So you're she not actually making a link. You're, so, you're not you're making mind. a link between the movement of the Earth around the sun and the and the oh. Lorentz contraction or the relativity that you're talking about. You're not making that link. You're not saying specifically why other observations don't allow us to see that the Earth is revolving Are around the sun. Are you denying what he's saying? Brian, 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 just let him, just let him look stupid. Right. Thanks, buddy. What we're going to do is thanks, for the buddy. rest of the questions, we, we've just got to do like a one quick response from each per, like from yeah. one person rather than having the rebuttals because otherwise this Q&A will seriously go forever. Nominal says, Ryan, cool story, bro. Also, do appreciate it, says James. Thanks for your question. You got it. And thank you very much for your question. Danny T says, will successful Artemis moon missions debunk flat earthers? Oh, my God. That's why they didn't bring yes. it up. Go look at the Artemis photography, bro. It's worse than the, than the Chinese or the 1972. There's a reason they don't bring up space. And cats, man, do you have any integrity at all? Well, let's, go, Austin, let's go. I don't even know Austin who that is. Don't drag it out, dude. I'm, 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 I'm yeah, 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 yeah. James is earning his money tonight. Sorry, James. Tim Pryor says, Witsit is only an expert <laughs> in one thing, dodging and changing the subject to deflect, giving flat earth evidence. And literally the audience can just watch the exact opposite of that happen the entire debate. No, nominal says CC doesn't understand what being redarted is, so he can't understand that he is redarted. Well, now he knows. This one coming in from Tim Pryor says another win for Witsit dodging another question to explain Snell's law. Shocking. No, Snell's law is the refraction from one medium to another medium. But like my point was, I wasn't trying to no, get. Di- it was ironically, 
ironically, it was actually him trying to divert into the specifics of that when I was saying, look, it's a different medium. So ironically, it was That's him diverting. And that. But true. everyone can watch the debate and, and, and see that he diverted in strongman the literal whole debate. This one Except that's wrong. wrong. That's not Snell's law. Okay, cool. Tim Pryor has a says, love it. Witsit claims they are dodging when they've actually answered. He just didn't like the answer. But still no flat earth evidence, even though asked a thousand times. The irony. See, again, it's just a Devin talking H's. point. It's just a talking point. It sounds good. But, like, we literally did provide evidence. I just answered that a second ago. And you can watch the debate back. I encourage the audience to do that. Again, he literally dodged every single point. The first 20 minutes is them trying to avoid my opening question. Nominal says, if anybody out there who doesn't think it's a flat earth, just go get a camera and go listen, Brian. The molten nominal Sorry, says, man. if you multiply the heat of the molten core by the dark matter, it's clearly slightly oblate. It's definitely a joke. It's definitely a joke for Next them. Yeah. Nominal says, everything we observe with our own eyes is flat and motionless. We're not the ones making wild claims based on belief. Globers are. Mr. Sensible, do you want to take that one? You just read it again, James. Everything. Yep. They say everything we observe with our own eyes is flat and motionless. We're not the ones making wild claims based on belief. Globers are. Well, I've actually went out and looked. I sent up that probe and imaged uh, the curvature of the Earth. We know that we're moving. We can see the stars rotate around us around two rotation points. And there's always these people arguing about, is it clockwise or anti-clockwise? Never mind that. It can't rotate around two points. If you had something like an LP record, you can only rotate it around the spindle in the centre. You can't have a second point of rotation elsewhere at the same time. From one location. No, right. this Show was coming from. Do appreciate your question. Mark reads as Austin. <laughs> how does a magnetic field get generated on a flat Earth? Explain the process <clears throat> and the mechanisms <clears throat> and the physics that allows it. Yeah, that's a that would take a while to explain. What's funny is they're looking to the stupid flat earther to answer a question that mainstream academic sources of mainstream particle physics cannot explain. They claim it's an exchange of virtual fo photons unidentified, but I will explain to you that it's actually, it's coming from the background medium, which is pure potential. You have centrifugal divergence and centripetal convergence superimposed. It's a conjugate geometric expression. And I'll go ahead and let you know, just because you don't understand words, that doesn't mean it's words out. This one. So, in. Sorry, so but, uh, just hold up on that. Yeah, so really basically what you're saying on. is that the Earth, the, the globe Earth, can't have some kind of magnetic field but the because uh, it doesn't work, but the flat Earth can, but you're not going to explain how, how it's actually formed. You're just going to throw some words I just it. explained how it's formed. It's over your head. You're incompetent. We're moving on. Well, Einstein said, said if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it. Okay, exactly. a donut and the inside of a donut are the motions of geometry expressed within a magnetic field coming from the center, which gets bigger, proportionate to the strength of the magnetic field. Now you can write it down, watch it back, and try to learn it. Your side claims yeah. it's virtual focus. Again, that doesn't ex point. explain how it's Why generated. Why do you keep talking? Why not? You, because then it drags again, that the doesn't explain how it's generated. You get destroyed. Everything we observe with our own eyes is flat and motionless. We're not, not though we just read that one. Earth is Elias' wits it. What do Harvard professors say about the shape of the Earth? That's called an all or nothing fallacy. If I invoke a hostile witness to correct their ineptitude at debating, right, to show they're not representing the actual model, I invoke a hostile witness. I don't have to believe everything that that person says. That's called an all or nothing fallacy. This is coming in from, do appreciate your question. Justin says, flat earthers, please put your argument for flat earth in the form of a syllogism. 
premise, premise, conclusion, with an inference rule, etc. Skip the jargon and just make the positive argument. If the Earth is flat and stationary, we would constantly observe the Earth being a horizontal plane and it never moving and the stuff in the sky moving. Therefore, since we constantly observe that very thing, that is the default position empirically that the Earth is a stationary topographical plane. This one coming on top. That's the exact opposite of what we observe. Yeah, good one. Harold says, how many black swans is a refractive index? Hashtag flat. Nice. That's for you guys. Super, hashtag Superman refraction. How Run your mouth now, cats. Not Brian, calm yourself. <laughs> Say, how many black <laughs> swans is a refractive index? I think that is. I think that's a dig. I don't think that's for us. I think that's a, no. a dig at Brian's lack of understanding of what refractive index meant, because that question shows no understanding of refractive index. So I think that was actually a dig at. at no, Brian's. it's literally a joke making fun of you guys. So you'll get it. Watch it back. You'll get it. It's making cool. fun of everyone, including me. Okay, pivot. Cyroy <laughs> says for the flat Earth side, what were the atmospheric conditions during your laser test, and what was the refraction index for that day? The refraction index, if you go to look at the FE core data, if that's what he showed, it shows you the exact refractive index, exactly what happened. It uses the globe geodetic measurements and everything and shows that it does not explain it going over the missing curvature. We use their refractive index in the FE core laser measurements. You can easily look it up. FE core laser measurements up online. Chris v, Including FE temperature Chris, gradients. Yes. V, flat Earth says for globe side, at what alt- altitude do you reach space? Uh, internationally, it's agreed to be, is it 100 kilometers? Yeah, the Carmen line, but it's but it's really, that's just an arbitrary. It's number, arbitrary, it? yeah, because it's a gradient. And uh-huh. as, as yes, it's a gradient. And again, with a MAGE project, I actually showed that. I showed the air pressure slowly going down. And recently, about three, four weeks ago, I was in Dubai. I took a, an, an air pressure reading at, in the Dubai Mall at the entrance to the Burj Khalifa, which was 1,012 hectopascals. I then went mm. up to floor 152, took another reading. In fact, I took readings all the way up in an elevator. You could see it dropping. And at the top, it was 952. It's a drop of 60 he- hectopascals. Six. Uh, and six degrees. 60 hectopascals difference. And in six air degrees. Thanks, Brian. 60 hectopascals difference with no container in between. Why the hell okay. didn't the, the 1,012 rush up to the 952? Uh, okay, Boom. yeah, the, the gradient doesn't prove it. You have to have the pressure. Pithy response. You have to have a pressure to have the gradient, and apparently they just claim that the Earth's atmosphere extends infinitely into space. How profound. This one coming in from Tim Pryor says, last one, all the flat earthers could do is talk about the globe. Not one piece of evidence for flat earth. Imagine that. Well, the point is that we were all brainwashed with the idea of a globe since we were children and we were taught that's what it is, even though it's antithetical to all evidence. The default position is that the horizon's horizontal. The Earth is a stationary topographical plane. Any claim antithetical to that has the burden of proof. We are saying that the default empirical position is reality. The default empirical position is that all observations ruled out a flat Earth, which is why since we actually you know, started oh to God. become intelligent and grow intelligence, the flat Earth model was superseded with the better model that fits reality and our observations. Why better. didn't you bring them measurements, Cats? Why didn't you bring them measurements? Well, I'm sorry, but Mr. Sense will put a, a balloon into space and showed you what it into was. Into space? And then you said, and then you said, oh, no, there's a perfect amount of distortion, which somehow keeps that string tight. 
and allows the, the earth to be curved. And it must be that because I have a religious belief that the earth is flat and what I'm seeing on screen, I don't <laughs> like. That's what you I'm do. projecting, dude. There's some coming uh, in actually, from. just, just as an aside, so just as a side, James, this isn't part of the argument. Uh, I have said I've got the entire mage playlist, uh, loads of videos about it. I've also got the full data set. Anyone who's welcome to have that can just email me. And I'll give them the full data set with with, with all the wow, telemetry. From you Indy think that's Tigers, measurements then? Go back to school. Indy yes, Tigers sci-fi review says, I navigated ships in the Navy, ships in the open ocean, follow a curved path to reach their destination. If the right. earth were flat, cur- ships, hold on. If the Earth were flat, ships would follow straight line paths. I just showed uh, in the end of my presentation that from 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 Cancer at the 80 meridian or longitude, you travel north to get to Sudan right by the equator. From Antipodor, 23.4 degrees from Capricorn south along the 80th meridian, you also travel north to get to Sudan. It's actually fitted. It's retrofitted to match reality. How could anything work like that? From either side of the equator, we go. both people go north to get to the same place? That's crazy. Quick answers, Check Brian. The gray circle, gray circle routes work on a plane. Duh. This is coming in from right. I appreciate your question. Nominal says, can we all take a moment of silence for Icarus? What's that? <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> This one from I don't know what that is. Lemmy Lemony Gem says, legit question for Witsit and Flat Earth tests. Do you guys have any quick bits of evidence for Flat Earth that isn't just debunking Globe Earth? Yeah, like literally all radio shots and measurements, all electromagnetic propagation over a flat earth, all like again, you can do mirror flashes over large bodies of water at the surface of the water, like on the beach, and you can see someone reflecting light off their mirror from many miles away when there should be a huge curvature between that, and that requires a direct line of sight. This one yeah, I do level for a living. I'll make Tim it sure. I'll do says, level. You get a fallacy, you get a fallacy, and you get a fallacy. Pretty much the entire <laughs> flat earth argument. Well, if you use fallacies constantly, anyone that understands anything about intellectual form is it literally dismisses your argument, okay? So that's why I have to keep saying it. The fact is that I have to keep saying it shows you how fallacious they debate it. Corn what's, the name, what's the name of the fallacy for dodging questions, such as why do electrons and uh, protons get pulled in different uh, directions? I didn't dodge that watch field. it back. Uh, well, well, I'm just wondering what the fallacy was because you committed that a lot tonight. I didn't dodge that. Watch it back. Got to go to the next one. Cortex says, flat and globe, please explain the belt of Venus. The belt of Venus? Not a term I've heard before. I've got Venus behind the sun. Uh, Explain that on a globe. Venus uh, literally behind the sun. I've got two uh, on my video on flat Earth tests. Explain that in a globe Earth model, please. Oh, it's, it's 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 when the when Venus is uh a phenomenon visibly visible shortly at before or after sunrise. Let me yeah, guess. The, the belt say, of Venus the is word. the pinkish glow that you get that's what just it? above what? the Earth's shadow. It's the what pinkish it? it's the pinkish glow you get in the sky just above the Earth's shadow at dawn and, and uh, uh uh dusk. Yeah, like a Tesla coil using a magnetic energy would uh, ignite the ignite the neon gases. I don't know what the globe claim is. This it's, it's, quite, it's quite a simple, quite a simple answer to explain why you can see Venus. Uh, but the fact that I'm glad you—that's not the question. That you can only see it. Well, no, you mentioned it though. Uh, that you can only well, see uh, it like at, at, at that transition time between night and day. Um, have you seen the diagram of of how that would look? And if you were on that transition line, on that terminator line, why it would be easy to see Venus, as you say, Brian, behind the sun or or in the nighttime? 
Two-parter. Uh, it's an illusion. Guy. Two-parter from Tim Pryor says, "Oh, laughing my butt off. We don't know what the moon is, but we know what it isn't. This is flat earth logic and says, what about the rich people that have gone to space? How do they pay them off to be quiet that it's fake? What about the girl that went there, came down and said, I thought I was going to see the curvature of the earth. How come they supposedly go into space and they only float for less than four minutes and actually they only show less than 30 seconds? If you think that proves the earth's a ball, you're very desperate and suffer from confirmation bias. Wasn't that wasn't that um, one who went up on uh, Richard Branson? Was it Richard Branson's right? Or was it in Blue yeah, Origin? Blue Origin, right, that's the woman said that. That's because she just didn't know what to expect. She thought she was going you, to see the entire globe of the earth. She was just wrong. Okay, we she get had, it. You're an apologist. We can move on. You're an apologist. Should, we can move on. Right. What do you mean apologist? It happens to be the truth. You're going to make an excuse for everything. Did you come down it? and say it was flat, Witsy? Did you come down and say the earth is flat? <laughs> did I say she did? <laughs> no, no, she didn't. Did, did she? She didn't, didn't say come she down did. and say the earth is flat. I didn't say flat. she did. did she? In any way, shape, or form, did wait, she wait, come wait, down wait, and wait. say the earth is flat? This, this question's yes for us, no. so I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up. I said my point very simply. Just the fact they supposedly went to space. So no, she didn't say the earth was flat. The fact they supposedly went to space, but Neil deGrasse Tyson, a scientific communicator put out to the whole world says you would never see curvature from that height and they claim to have only floated for a couple minutes is hilarious people thinks that proves the earth is a ball so no they never said it was flat Thank you can't you got to always try to use your sophistry at the end but all the viewers are seeing through you conspiracy cats just in case you were wondering except for the oh, zealots no, and the anti flat. Thank you. everyone can no see through you've been exposed there so no thank you Werner von braun walt disney stanley kubrick pictured to Pictured chilling together equals NASA. How much do you know about your space agencies? He'll whistle right past it, man. Justin says, James, you should get Witsit and Darth Dawkins to debate. I don't know if that's going to happen. Tim Pryor says, what about the rich people that have... We got that one. Sky Scion says, cats, they said the gyro shows rotation of the stars, not Earth. If you can't be honest about that, how can we trust anything else you're saying? Specifically, Brian said, specifically, if you wind back. Oh, he did. Specifically, he wow. said, the ring gyro shows rotation of the Earth. Specifically. You are a liar. Well, I'll tell you what, Brian, you can put that on your channel. You can go back through this debate and you can see what you said and then you can put it on the channel. And if I'm wrong, I will take my channel down. How about that? Wow. Let's put some money on it publicly. That's a bet. That's a bet. He's just bet. I just told you I've bet my Brian, entire bet channel. Yo, he even said that I said it. It's not enough for Brian. He even said that I said it at first, right? So it's like if if Brian said Mm -hmm. something to the effect of, well, you guys say that it shows the Earth's rotating, we get it. And then you're like, look, he proved it, right? Whatever. You know, it's obviously was 100% dishonest. I can assure you that. He's bet his channel, Brian. He's bet his channel. I'll bet my piggy toe against it. And I'll chuck in a fiver to you. I'll give you a fiver. I will publicly put up my pinky toe, but you hold him honest. We already you won't go to the next it. one. This one coming in from Delco says, when making very small printed circuits, electrons now physically jump from one gate to another. Physically, please actually explain and not do the nuh-uh. Please well, show me an electron falling through the air. He, all he talks about is electrons and protons with gravity. Dude, that's what holds matter together. He said it a hundred <laughs> times, bro. I can't yeah. wait for your channel to be deleted. <laughs> Brian, I don't think you know what an electron and a proton is. Um, you don't either. So who was that question, who is that question for? I don't know who it was. They said, when making very small printed circuits, electrons now physically jump from one gate to another. Physically, please explain how this happens. Ah. Yeah, it's so the, the Heisenberg tr- uncertainty principle. 
You don't know what that means. So actually, it's what all that means. Oh, I don't know. Just, oh, sorry, was I was I not was I not answering the question that was asked? So I don't you think can just so. Just shut up for a second. So basically, we <laughs> we the 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 position of an electron in the electron cloud is essentially a probability, and that what? probability when you get two places that are close enough, the probability of an electron existing in one place and another place uh, can result in it's not like a fixed position. So an electron can suddenly kind of appear to pop over in this direction, uh, but it's just a probability distribution. So. But also Surprise. we can see them, Brian, in a cathode ray oscilloscope no, and we can manipulate them with uh, electric uh, magnetic They're 100 million times That's how black and white televisions work, Brian. Tim, uh, so, do they have shirts with minus signs on them? Right, Tim Pryor on. with a, another two-parter says, when are you guys going to start using flat earth technology? Hmm. I mean, we're so dumb and all. When are you actually going to contribute to humanity? And people have literally done facial recognition on the astronauts, a couple were brothers, and the others were just coincidence. Debunked. Do your own research, you ding-dong. They objectively claimed that there were twins on there. And if you want to lie about it, it shows what you guys have to do. Secondly, all technology is flat earth. That's hilarious that you guys say that. <clears throat> a plane uh, is engineered to fly over a flat stationary plane. No, it's uh, It's literally engineered to fly over a stationary plane. When we use electromagnetic weapon systems in the military over a flat stationary plane. This is objective. Now, you guys can say it just accounts for it magically or whatever, but we already have. You have to account for the Earth being a stationary topographical plane for majority of actual technology. Thanks. No. And quantum physics does not agree with relativity. No. -uh. All of our technology is quantum physics. I can argue physics, against it. Not relativity. You're, you're talking no, about you the whole thing, assuming, assuming a rigid <laughs> aircraft of constant mass over a flat plane. That's a model uh, uh, aircraft are not rigid they bend and flex they're not constant mass because they use exactly. their fuel and the earth is not flat but it makes no difference when you're flying so why take it into account oh so it makes no difference so you no. do engineer it like it's flat thank you no a plane couldn't give a shit what the the topography of the planet is underneath it what a plane cares about is the the air pressure at that altitude and the velocity that it's flying through that's what maintains the altitude of a plane in the air isn't it horizontal plane doesn't look at the ground you guys are such sophists it's horizontal layers relative to a, a stationary <laughs> topographical plane horizontal layers it's admittedly your the globe claims that it's just like it was a stationary plane because gravity takes care of the rest that's objectively the position you did engineer it like it it was a flat plane. You can deny it all you want no, to. No, so there's no engineering of a plane like it's flat plane. I've just said the, the plane okay. flies through the air and its altitude is dependent on the speed it's traveling. You always got to get the last word. Pressure so around really. it. It's simple as that. You know, you can misrepresent that, but that's like saying I just refuted you. You're going to say if you're flying sorry, over mountains. One. I'm sorry, but we, I we, we're you. not too far from the end. So we're going to move through these really fast. Sky Scion says, CC, why do you constantly straw man and blatantly lie about what Witsit is saying? Like we can't see it happening. Well, there is no straw man in, in line. So let's just review all those points. That's a good a good uh, place to start. So Witsit started to, uh, at the end, let's go from the end, was talking about uh, electrostatics being a reason things could fall. And then when I brought up the point that electrons and protons have different charges and we move in opposite directions in an electric field, he didn't even want to mention that. Um, so he wanted to, ha I'm not, that's not a straw man for me. He he literally wanted to ignore it as much as he, as he possibly could. Uh, when we were talking at the beginning about uh, the Earth, being observed moving around the sun, all which it wanted to talk about was Lorentz contraction and the interferometry. He didn't want to talk about any other observations. That's not a straw man. That is exactly what he did. So he's very, very selective. That's not an ad hom. It's not a straw man. It's exactly what he's done. 
This well, is coming in from. Do appreciate your question. Dave Hinkle says, Globe believers, please provide a demonstration of measured earth curvature over a body of water at least 10 miles, clearly showing the approximate 66-foot drop. Never been done. This one We've had that one, James. We've had that one. That's repeat. Oh, sorry, I thought that seemed Yeah, you skipped that one, so they want to skip it again. This one from Tim. No, no, I, I fully answered, actually. Austin. All right, Brian's a joke, man. <laughs> I should have Okay, fault. cool. All right, Tim Pryor <laughs> says... Witsit, millions of people have jobs depending on gravity's existence. Please provide evidence that I'm wrong. Two hundred thousand dollars or two thousand dollars, if you can. Yeah, well, that's as an anti-flat earther, so they one hundred percent will not pay me. But uh, gravity, <laughs> as little g, little g is downward acceleration agreed upon average of things falling down. That's the effect of quote unquote gravity. So yeah, we do use that, right? We use an agreed upon average of constant value to make the equations balance out. But that doesn't prove the claimed cause of the downward acceleration, which is the bending and warping of space time. So yeah, we can I can use a kinematic equation with height, time, and initial velocity to solve for downward acceleration or little g that we can use for different types of engineering has nothing to do with the cause claim of gravity. This is coming in from, do appreciate it. Delco says, last time Witsit was on, I asked him to explain my dad and his private visit to past the 60. Would you like to update your script, Witsit? He went on an approved uh, approved route. So you can only go where the government says you can go. If I have a hundred acres, I have hidden treasure on one of the acres. And I say, you can come see, like, see if I have treasure, but you're only allowed to go to five of the acres. You can't say, you know, there's no hidden treasure on my land. That's stupid. They only let you go where they say you can go. It's very simple. If you have to lie about it, it shows you're dishonest overall. Listen, coming in from, do appreciate your question. Steve six, four, six, four says, what was that NASA person's name that was in Antarctica? Uh, David Beverly Jr. Nominal says, Mr. Sensible, how do you differentiate the rotation of the earth versus the rotation of the bullet to prove Coriolis? Please and thank you. The rotation of the bullet. You talk, uh, 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 I don't have any shooting experience because we don't really have guns here, but you talk about the rifling that caused the bullet to spin. I don't know. Um, but a long distance sniper will have to account for the direction he's um, uh, shooting, north, south, east and west, etc., as well as weather effects, because there is a measurable uh, Coriolis. There are videos on there with snipers showing the difference shooting east, shoot, uh, sorry, shooting north, shooting south. Coriolis actually also happens east to west. I think it's called the Etfus. I think that's how you say it. EOTVS. Bro, can I please just say this because it's really Eotvus. cool? I think Brian was about to say it. Jer the dude just broke the longest record. Jaron reached out to him. He told him that he's never counted for Coriolis on his left. He just shot something 4.83 miles or something. Did not count for Coriolis. Jaron just talked to him in all directions. Okay. The bullet was so in the, the air the, for the, half a minute, bro. Half a minute but, in the air, dude. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know anything about that, but that doesn't mean you can't hit anything. But if you want to be more accurate and, and, and hit things more through. often, you're going to have to take account of Coriolis. Simple okay, as. you were just it's accurate the same. from five miles. It's, yeah. it's the, all it is is you're moving from a, an area at one um, uh, uh, revolutionary rotational speed to another of a differing rotational speed. It's the equivalent of stepping off of a moving train onto a platform. You maintain your momentum of the train <clears throat> rolling past at 20 miles an hour you step onto the platform that platform's zero you will go tumbling arse over tit because you've maintained your yeah. momentum that's an equivalent to coriolis we get the principle it doesn't happen in reality we get the principle it doesn't happen in reality well that question was to me so i get to finish off uh unfortunately um you can say that but you're wrong 
this one from Tim Pryor. It's a several, several parter says, I got it. No answer to my question. Go figure with it. Sorry, I must have missed it. $1,000 for one flat earth proof. Now dodge. And then said, dude, instead of saying it would take too long to explain, just say you don't know. Seven inches, seven inches, 16.8 Stop miles. Stop boasting, Brian. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, mirror flashes over large bodies of water require line of sight. This one, uh, from Give me my money, bro. You go. You guys owe me three stacks already, bro. Come on, bro. Pay up. I got a baby on the way, bro. Let me get my bread. Sunflower says, can we all <laughs> agree you lose credibility for vaping? What? Okay. okay. <clears throat> I don't know. Tim Pryor says, the, thanks for proving my point again. Evaded flat earth evidence. It's funny you believe Neil deGrasse Tyson on one thing, but not others. You cherry picking son of a bitch. That is called an all or nothing fallacy. Mr. Sensible, why would you agree with an all or nothing fallacy? It's very rudimentary. That question's to Mr. Sensible because Neil says that stuff is flat if you're two millimeters above this beach ball 60 miles in the air. Yeah, uh, it will look flat to your eyes. Uh, I mean, we're talking about what is a small amount of curvature that would be hard to see visually. As I said earlier, even with a still, and you won't have that still if you're floating in a balloon like Felix Baumgartner, um, even with a still, it is hard to see. That's why I compress the the image side uh, side to side to accentuate it, to make it easier to see. The fact so, is, there so is fake. there. So that can't be a circle of sight. No, no, no. Why is that fake, Austin? Why is that because fake? You, because you have to compress it. So if there's even slight convexity imposed by the angle of view. So if you the, were looking at something you really, really truth, tiny, man. if you use a microscope, does that make it fake? No, you're just uh, using a microscope to <sighs> accentuate what's actually there. There's a, the there's a circle of sight even in a microscope, especially in a, in a freaking long it, range. It, it's it, a circle it, of the, sight. Okay, the question was actually to me, so I'm just going to, this is the answer to your question, Mr. Principal. If you have just a slight bit of convexity imposed based on the angle of view or the lens, rectilinear lens, which you admitted earlier, it does do that. When you compress it, it will exaggerate that slight bit of convexity. If you want to pretend that it somehow proves the Earth's curved, then you can go for it, man. We'll let the audience decide. Right, and I'll finish by saying it's barrel distortion. The distortion is greatest at the top and the bottom. And if that Uh. horizon was flat and that curve was caused by the... uh, uh, lens, then those strings would have been curved. And as they're in a more distorting area, they would have been even more curved. There's you can't have it both ways. Tim Pryor. But, but apparently there was some magic optics going on that uh, allowed only Why the. Why are you talking, TV. man? The question was for me. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm hey, wait a second. I'm sorry, man. I'll let James moderate. That one not you. did go on for a while. It's just lame and annoying. Actually, I'll use this time to say the guy said the electron question was for me. Actually, that's pseudoscientific. You should look into Charles Protostimates, terminal end of one unit line of dielectric induction. They claim that electrons are actually point particles with no size or shape, and they claim that they're density clouds that are nowhere and everywhere at the same time. It's all pseudoscience. All right. This is coming in from, <laughs> do appreciate it, Tim Pryor says, and planes being designed literally have to formulate gravity into it. Now what? And then said the fact flat earthers think they're smarter than billions says a lot. Kitten videos get <clears throat> millions of views, but no flatter channel. Wonder you're, why? You're basically bragging about them admitting that we censor us 
They admittedly censor flat earth and you're bragging about it. And then these people literally only have a channel because they attack flat earth and they get propped up by the algorithms. And you're going to brag about us not being seen. That seems like insane to me. Oh, and then planes accounting for gravity. Again, that's the same thing with little G downward acceleration. You can use a kinematic equation that doesn't use a radius or a mass. It has height, time and initial velocity. It's nothing more than the effect you're claiming to prove the, the cause. Well, you're on this late show. You don't seem to be very uh, censored, do you? Your channel isn't closed down. As long as you follow YouTube rules, you can you can say it. Discord was shut down last night. Dude, censored means that we're prevented from being seen fairly, and they admitted that they did it. You don't have to literally disappear off YouTube to be censored. Go look up what the word censored means. Read the definition. Preventing us from being seen fairly is suppressing us. That is not, censorship. Not they admit they, do they might that. not be pushing you, but they're not suppressing you. No, they are suppressing. If you Google my name, you'll find a, a YouTube video with 50 views instead of finding mine with 21,000 views. Good try. That's just crap. Blue Marvel Science is wits it. In the mm. Airman's Information Manual, where does it say planes are designed to fly over a flat stationary Earth? No, so literally all of them say said it earlier. Well, yeah, he just said it. So they all account for a flat stationary plane, Earth model, like a flat stationary surface. The claim is that, well, it uses rigid and blah, 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 rigid aircraft because it's to simplify the math. The fact of the matter is, though, when you fly the plane, it's always flown like the Earth is stationary and flat. This is objective. Now, the Glober's position is that gravity pulls it down perfectly so that you don't have to account for it. I just now talked to an uh, pilot the other day. It always looks flat when you fly it. You always fly like it's flat. You go up and down into layers horizontally. It's just objective. So the question was, where in the manual does it say that planes are designed to fly over a flat Earth? In every single design, every single manual that explains the design. It's not in the manual. It's not in the manual. Every single manual that designs it ever. Every single manual. So in the manual, it says the plane flies over a flat Earth. Yes. Delco says the election question, the electron question was for Witsit about gates. Now, let me go back to that. That was in particular, they said. Sorry, it was about electrons jumping, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. They said, mm. here it is. When making very small printed circuits, electrons now physically jump from one gate to another physically. Please actually that explain that. Yeah, we, we had that one. No, but he, you took the answer and he explained that it was actually a question yeah. for me. It's, it's Austin's right. question. So, uh, yeah, sorry. So, and the answer is, unlike him saying uncertainty principle, that is what quantum mechanics says, which is that you can never be certain. It can be everywhere in superposition, blah, blah, blah. The truth is that the electron is actually not a physical particle, a physical charge carrying particle of matter that's 100 million times smaller than the atom that can never be seen or isolated and has no shape or size but still has mass. The truth is that it's the terminal end of one unit line of dielectric induction. The ether was thrown out and then and they threw out all of ether physics because they had to save the Helios and model whenever the Michelson Morley happened. And now quantum mechanics is slowly but surely debunking all of particle physics. And they're just trying to cling on to and come up with a new theory because they can't look past their scientism religion. So the, the truth, though, is that uh, electrons display wave-like and particle-like behavior. You can do the double split. Uh, experiment with electrons that is uh you know that's just a fact i don't know what fairy tale world you're living in there which but that is the fact that's just called that's reality. called that's called a paradox you're claiming a duality existing that electron is both a wave and a particle they're different things waves are not things they're types of motion you're way over your head waves are types of motion i can wave my hand i can't hand you a wave and the so if, you don't, slip, if you don't, if you don't understand you're, you're what wave particle duality means, that's fine. If you don't understand what wave particle duality means, that's fine. Particle physics has been debunked. The, uh, the prediction, the prediction for magnetism, for example, was Thanks, wrong. Thanks, so Your input was very well, uh, very well. Shut noticed. up, dude. For you have a problem. Sake. 
You know, Sorry, if I get Brian. the final word, I'm going to expose you. Like Matt, the prediction from particle physics for magnetism was wrong, for example. So they came up with virtual photons, just a concept to fix the math. This happens with electrostatics as well. The exchange of virtual photons. We could go into depth. I'd be happy to have you on, but it seems like you can't debate. So it's all, it's all good. The truth is that particle physics is being debunked and it's well known. And to claim something's both a particle and a wave simultaneously is contradictory and paradoxical. Well, it's good you're on the case. They says Thank you. Will, <laughs> we could debate here for a thousand dollar prize if he debunks any of my two points. Let me guess that it's up to your subjective recollection whether or not I debunk it. So it seems like a rigged, rigged uh, bet, huh? Do people do that? This one from yeah. Tim Pryor says, Witsit, congratulations. <laughs> you, you degree gravity works, but still. You, I think they meant to say you deny gravity works, but still. Congratulations, you degree gravity works, but still deny it. You agree, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I agree that the effect is real. So, like, the conceptual convention of 9.8 meters per second square, which is treated as a constant for values of math and, and replication, which is not actually constant. Yeah, of course, I agree. We haven't agreed upon average a convention of things falling. I dispute the cause claim. That things that cause that is the bending and warping of space-time. Again, you can actually use science and prove that electrostatics manipulates vectors. So I don't dispute the effect quantification. I dispute the cause claim. That's it. Does that electrostatic thing? Does that electrostatic thing um, <laughs> require certain amounts? James, of they're addicted, bro. They, yeah, but, thing, uh, bro. Austin, I'm just, skin, I'm just addressing <laughs> that. You, you say you're saying uh, about it, and, and I can accept that we don't know what the cause is for, for the gravity. There's a couple of explanations. You've come up with electrostatics. Does that uh, rely on the mass of the object? I don't think it's directly proportionate to mass, no. It's actually just because, a downward electric bias on the Earth, and so okay. you're trying to straw man my position. You no, 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 no. no that, that, that was just, just to gain yeah, understanding, because my question is then, how does that affect the Shahalian experiment, where they measured the deflection of a pendulum towards a mountain? It actually doesn't consistently always happen, and that still is intrinsically electrostatic, and it's not directly proportionate to mass consistently. So he doesn't know. Yeah. No, I do know because it's intrinsically electrostatic, and all attractive forces are on the intermolecular scale are attractive, and I mean are electrostatic in nature, and that's ten to the thirty-six power stronger than gravity claims to be. The medium they, is electrostatic, even in a vacuum, even a Van de Graaff generator. Please don't say anything back so we can wrap up the debate because I'm going to not let you guys lie to the audience to end the debate. No, no, so I'm not lying. Protons and electrons get pushed well, away in electric fields. Rain They measured the weight of the mountain. And that that um, uh, that agreed with the the, the effect uh, as predicted by gravity. This is a question that just came in. Thank you. Uh, gosh, come on, folks, we can't take any more. Delco says <laughs> we'd have third party judges for the debate, and if you lose, you pay nothing. Depends on who the, the who the judges are. Obviously, it can't be like anti flat earthers that make a living off hating on flat earthers. It's going to be conspiracy cats and Mr. Sensible. He said. <laughs> No, That's kidding. super fair. <laughs> this one, Tim Pryor, last one says, if they censor you, then why could I sell? Still see, still, still find you, ding dong. Find you, ding dong. Thank you. Because again, censor doesn't just mean deleting you off the platform, although a lot of my stuff does get deleted. It also means suppressing something. And so we are admittedly suppressed. And then the anti flat earthers are propped up. And uh, you know how it goes. It is what it is. I want to encourage you folks, check out our guest links for real. We really do appreciate them. There are 700 people watching. So I've got to ask you, have you already checked on the link? Because there's got to be somebody new here that you heard of and you're like, oh, it's like okay, interesting stuff. You can click on their links below in the description box. And if you're listening to this via later on the podcast as well, you can click on their links in the description. This one from Tim Pryor says, no, they're just... <laughs> 
not going to promote nonsense. You're not mm. censored. Anybody can find you. All right. This Again, if, of, can I just say this? Can I say this? This is important, right? They're censoring all kinds of truth. Now I got to close it out with this. You got to just keep speaking the truth no matter what, right? Because if the algorithms were fair, the fact that I have like a 90% viewer duration and my my amount of viewer retention is astronomical compared to 99% of uh, audiences on YouTube and content makers should tell you right now that we aren't being fairly uh, equipped with the algorithmic prop, you know, uh, suggestion. So that's the problem. So that's called censorship, which is suppression. But whatever, speak the truth regardless. Don't cut to sense consensus. You got it could it. be could be Globers just in it for the comedy watching you, uh, Austin. Of course, uh, well, is that the non sequitur? I'm censored. Truth is censored. Keep speaking the truth anyway. This whatever. One, or I should say, right, folks, our guests are linked to the description. What are you waiting for? You can click on their links right now. Culture Cats, as well as Mr. Sensible and Flat Earth Tests and Wets It Gets It are all in the description box right now. What are you waiting for, folks? Click on those links. We appreciate all of our guests. So huge thank you. What's it gets it? Flatter the test, Mr. Sensible, and Culture Cats. It's been a true pleasure to have you guys. My pleasure. No problem. Thanks for having me.